expectations by now i'm sure you know the deal what we do on here is we talk about our game of the month that we've all been playing uh maybe we're playing it together maybe we're playing it by ourselves but either way we get together talk about it give our honest review on it and then in the second half of the show we move into discussion topics in the gaming industry and stuff like that i'm your host lane i'm here with some of my friends we got johnny hello justin also hello kyle Dylan, <laughs> give me another hi, Kyle. That's what also. What the fuck bad. are you doing? You Why does it stop working as soon as we start? I don't understand. <laughs> Hang on! Don't change what you were doing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is bad. Gonna make us restart. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. We just need to go. Five. That shit too. Dude, what the fuck is going on? Apparently it's not your dad's internet. Is really, you paying for internet over there, bud? <laughs> He's like they had the fifty meg they had the fifty oh, meg plan on sale. It was good. Now that you moved out, you gotta pick up those bills yourself. Uh, no. <laughs> I think dude for some reason I think this has always happened with your mic. You gotta like give it a couple warm up words before you start saying what it you has, want to say. It has it has stage fright. Like, for some reason like your first two seconds are always cut out. Yeah. yeah, like maybe you can like moan a little before you start talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, give us a nice, you know, deep hello. That was shit. Boom. Again? <laughs> Again? Oh my god. This is going to be the intro episode. Okay, okay, okay. So just go, hi, I'm Kyle. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle. Hello. There we go. <laughs> the cheaper Dylan, pen, I okay, we... I got to infinity. <laughs> <laughs> My boy got Starlink. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dylan. I slaughter it myself. <laughs> 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 I didn't make my sacrifice to the great god internet and now it's punishing me you, can, you gotta go hang a corded mouse on your tree <laughs> alright here with Dylan hello and we got someone new joining us today everybody give a warm welcome to Bree hey yeah yeah thanks for being on so Today, guys, we are talking about the long-awaited Halo Infinite um, 
I'm sure all of us have a long-standing history with the Halo series. I uh, probably don't need to do our typical intro and read off the game description, but I'm going to do it anyways, just for any of those people who've been living under a rock out there for It's about years. guns and aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> keep, up, keep up with the aliens. So, Halo Infinite. It's a 2021 first-person shooter game developed by 343 Studios and published by Xbox Game Studios. Oh, sorry. 343 Industries published by Xbox Game Studios. It's the sixth mainline entry in the Halo series and the third in the Reclaimer saga following Halo 5 Guardians, which came out in 2015. The campaign follows the human super soldier Master Chief and his fight against the enemy banished on the forerunner Ringworld Zeta Halo, also known as Installation 07. Unlike previous installments in the series, the multiplayer portion of the game is free to play. Infinite was initially planned to be released as a launch title with the Xbox Series X-S on November 10th, 2020, but it was delayed in August 2020. Following an open beta release of the multiplayer component on November 15th, 2021, Coinciding with the franchise's 20th anniversary, the campaign was released for Microsoft uh, Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Series X-S on December 8th, 2021. Halo Infinite received ge- generally favorable reviews from critics, and uh, with some of them deeming the game a return to form for the series, um, and praise was directed towards its visuals, open-world design, grapple shot feature, and story. So, Hang on. What? Hang on. We, what? You just revealed something super huge to me right there. They charge for the ch- for the campaign. Yeah, yeah, we play yeah. on we play it on Games yep. Pass, bro. So we get all of it. But yeah, yeah, man. Multiplayer yeah, was free, so I mean, you had to pay yeah, for the campaign. Free. Well, that's the thing. Xbox Games Pass is objectively an incredible value. So obviously, that's a given. Shout but out Games give Pass. Me give me money. Give me money. Hashtag sponsor us. A lot about my perspective of the game up front. Yeah, yeah, so the multiplayer component is free. Uh, the campaign, if you want to play the campaign, you got to buy the game. Um, but yeah, let's hear about it, guys. What do you guys think? First thoughts, last thoughts, overall Anything thoughts, beautiful. what you got? Great. It was Kyle's, awesome. Kyle's a Halo shill, for sure. Wait, hang on, though. Hang on, though. So, like, great why? I thought the story was very beautiful. I think the story was fantastic out of all of the other previous ones. But I'm the huge Halo fanatic, so I love everything about it. All the other previous ones are like the previous 343 titles. 343 titles. And I would actually give it to with Bungie's Halo 3. I thought Halo 3 wasn't my favorite out of all the story. See, that's kind uh, of a hot take. Here's the thing. I, like, on my first playthrough agreed and, and, like, felt great about it. But I've been, like, thinking about it because I played it once a month ago and haven't. I've only played multiplayer since. Not you know, I, actually, I would agree with you there. I know a few of us might get into this topic, too, that agree. That I was, again, what the story was great for me, but there was some things that pissed me off. It's a free-world open game that I thought was great, but you don't make a free-roaming open-world game to level up not to have New Game Plus. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite part of the story? I'd have to say the first one when we had to fight uh, Cern, when we, ah, uh, there's so many. Oh, you just can't think. You didn't even play the game. <laughs> you watched it on YouTube. The reason yeah. I found it to be an interesting take is because for me, I've been thinking the past couple weeks getting ready for this episode, what was like my favorite moment from this campaign, and I can't think of any moment from the fucking campaign. I can think of a couple parts from like gameplay, like free roaming sections, like a pretty view, getting an achievement for going to the highest point in the like open world, and like yeah. hunting down the special banished. But like as far as 
other like old moments and old Halo campaigns, like this did not do any of that for me. I'd have yeah, to say actually one point. of my favorite parts was when you were actually getting close to finding the finishing the game with the banish and he puts you to that obstacle course. So yeah, you had like to try and like challenge the stage to like UNSC I that was really stuff. fun. So you had to try and level up each time. And again to learning how to play with against bosses so when I've only against that elite uh, Spartan killer. I thought that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. You have to go in invisible he's invisible and you have to try and be careful when it's dark in there. So I liked a lot of the just the certain boss battles, just the side quest missions too, when you had to go against uh, like very rare two hunters that are elite ranked. Mm-hmm. And you're so, trying to figure out how to beat them. It's more of the open world part I liked the most. That's the thing. I agree with you completely. All of my favorite moments from this game were gameplay related because the gameplay I think is A1. But yeah. like as far as big cut scene set pieces like Halo 1 through Halo 3 all had, mm-hmm. it never really had any kind of moment like that for me. Every cutscene was like the Frenchman complaining about something or fucking what's-his-face going on another monologue for 15 minutes about how scary he's supposed to be. Yeah, the Frenchman. I would, and I would agree with you. Like I said, I still enjoyed the story, but there will be some things that, I mean, you and I have talked about on the side that I agreed with you that didn't make any sense to me either. Yeah, like the fact that they seem to have skipped an entire game or two. Exactly. Like I, I'm yeah. also one of the people that have read like the books too that have also led up to this game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was a few complaints too about it that made zero sense. And for people that, for spoiler alerts for people out there, shame on you if you didn't beat it yet or even tried to. But Cortana dies and. It makes zero sense of how she died. Doesn't really give us the best example till the end, and made zero point because in Halo Five was the best cliffhanger ever. She's activating a ring. Yeah. How scary is that? And then she's dead next the new game. Yeah. So it leaves no sense <laughs> yeah. to me. What a horrible ending. That's interesting because I actually I started Halo Five. I don't know a number of years ago, and I never actually committed and got through the campaign. So I was kind of curious how uh, it overlapped. I was thinking that the intro and everything about, or, you know, just the storyline about Cortana being dead and all this and that, like, I was thinking that was just kind of explaining the ending to Halo 5, but that's kind of funny that, like, it literally wasn't, didn't have anything to do with the ending of Halo 5. Literally in the book would have been way much, would have been so much better because in the book it was leading up to Thief and Blue Team scared shitless because of Cortana. They didn't want her to find them, so they had to use old primitive technology to hide from her. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and they, they basically they, make that into a game. Dude. They allude to that with like they basically call her the weapon, like this yeah, entire right. game, right? So like they they totally take her. All her hum- twin is the weapon. Yeah, but well, yeah, and, 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 well, like a twin in an AI sense, right? Is like someone fucking downloaded a copy of this. And, that, like, yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I agree in that the st- like. It kind of seems like it expects you to have that kind of biblical knowledge like Kyle has in order to like walk in to something like this because there's some shit that's missing in the middle and there's not a lot of exposition in order to cover that. Like I totally oh, I totally feel that. It's I'm, not even just I don't even think it's just like missing exposition. They fucking killed Cortana. Off, main character not even a cutscene just between games after yeah like, she didn't even get an on-screen death 
Yeah. After setting up a main cliffhanger with this character who'd been with anybody who's been with this franchise for like 15 years because they just didn't know what to do, I think, with how they ended Halo 5 and the reception to it. And so they just retconned everything. But I don't think that was the fucking way to go to just like yeah. kill one of the most iconic members of the franchise off off screen. That doesn't make Dude, for real. Yeah. You don't just do a copy and paste and have a different AI that's her that has a completely different personality now. She's turkey and cute now. She's like got a waifu aspect to her. Just to make exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I got that like cringe it. face down. <laughs> yeah. Chill, Dylan. Chill. Chill. <laughs> How much crust were you scraping off of your controller by the time? A lot of grunting game? happened by the time I was done with that game. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for a lot of my for like later. Yeah. I'll let you guys discuss more by my interrupt a few <laughs> times. I did have actually. I have one question for you, Kyle. So, were there books that came out? Uh, it sounds like there are between Halo Five and this one. Yep. Yeah. So, did those books kind of pick up where Halo Five left off, or did that also kind of seem weird? It seems weird now since you play the actual campaign because it just literally doesn't make sense of what's happening from there. So, oh, I see. So, like, what they, happened it, was basically it's literally canon. Is canon? Yeah, to yeah Halo yeah. Infinite. And so, Halo Infinite. Once you play, you're like, well, where was this in the book? Where was none of this make sense anymore? Gotcha. I see. Like they just overrode shit. Exactly. Weird. So, I want to know what you guys thought about the main villain. What was his name? Was his name Atriox, or is that... So, no, that's the weirdest oh. fucking thing about it. Atriox is the guy the main villain talks about romantically the whole oh. fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, He's did, from Halo wait, Wars it... 2, just so you guys know. So, yeah. pretty pretty sure Atriox game. is one of the first, like, brute, like, Spartan killers he sends after you in the game, right? No. I'm pretty sure you... No? I could have sworn he sent Atriox. Atriox is the dude who chucks Chief out into space in the very first cutscene, and then you'd never see him again, because apparently... Then, yeah, he also dies, or something happens to him. Uh, yeah, um, but he comes back at the end of the credits. Yeah, yeah Kyle. Gotcha. I thought we were going to do spoilers. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, this one I feel like... already we, gave up on that. Yeah, it's been like three months. At this point, fuck you. You're either a Halo fan and you beat it, or you're not and you haven't. So. It's not like a Psychonauts where we did it like a, a less than a month after the fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so that was also my issue, too. There was multiple villains, like, main villains. I mean, you had... Atriox, um, I'm having bad with names, um, the Estrin. other group, Estrin. Estrin, yeah, that's what it was. And the people older than Forerunner. <laughs> so then you have three things mixed up, and you're like, who is my then, priority? Yeah, and then two off-screen. One died, and one you don't know, you think who died, Atriox and, and Cortana. I feel, like exactly. it, I feel like it tried to do the, like, Mass Effect thing, right, mm-hmm. where... You had that. where you had the Reaper, right, and like this kind of race that like wipes out the the universe and starts brand new every once in a while, right? But like, did it poorly because <laughs> it's like, oh hey, and there's because that adds a little intrigue, right? When you have a race like that, or you have like a you know something that you're like, oh my god, in the before four time, right? These people existed and. Or this race existed, and what the hell race is the alien lady? Because I honestly don't even remember. Um, there's they were called something past the forerunners. Um, oh, I can't precursor. Precursors. Precursor. Oh, Never mind. So they're bringing the precursors into it. 
you know what my problem is though with it, Dylan? Like you were saying with Mass Effect, is I love Halo, but there has to be a point where it has to end. I mean, this is the face of Xbox, but you can't just make a whole new story that makes zero sense of what's going to be going on now. Well, my thing is, is that especially if you're I've, trying to continue the story. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, no, no. You're okay. I think that we kind of not to detract, but just a small sidebar, right? So, like Gears of War tried to do this, and I think they did it more effectively, right? And that they bring in the kids of these people, right? right? And like, game. you know, but they they did it more effectively in that they had like you know yeah. at least someone predecessing. You know the the people that had a, a long standing tradition in these games, and then they also had, you know, some narrative tie to like why they're there and why they should exist, right? And and things like that. Um, I feel like it's easier when you're dealing with people as compared to like super soldiers to narratively well, write that, right? Like I think that that's yeah. a little easier. But like, how old is Master Chief at this point? Here's the thing: that's he's forty video. years old. That's he's what, like, forty right now. Fucking points yeah. for it is. I don't think three four three should be in charge of the Master Chief story because they clearly don't know what to do with it. But Halo ODST proves that a Halo game doesn't need to be about the Chief to be good. So you could yeah. be making these story. They just keep pumping out these games that are supposed to be like the next chapter of the Master Chief. They don't tie together well because they keep abandoning their ideas because people aren't receiving them well because they're not executed very fucking well. And now we're on to the third time where they've done this. We waited six years for this game, and, like, I personally don't, like, subscribe to this being a Master Chief epic. Like, this was not interesting to me. This was some stupid French dude coming to turn with his feelings and Master Chief getting a new girlfriend, and that was fucking it for me, basically. A a brute who was way too sure of himself trying to be scary the whole game. Like it was well, not I, I also think that 343 is scared because like no one try and replace Master Chief. It's like in my comparison, I think they're like if we made like another God of War and they didn't do Kratos, people would be like, I don't know. Like, no, I think that that's yeah. Is I, like yeah. what do you think you've seen <sighs> that you can make a game in this universe that's not about the chief but is good? Well, and imagine oh, yeah. okay, so imagine being like a fucking George R. R. Martin, right? And that you have this legacy that you're building through all of this shit. And like, I think that the fear is less of what Kyle was saying and more of the fact of like people letting people down, right? There's like a fear yeah. of like leaving that dead, right? Like they like. I think that Justin we is done right. With Master I think Justin's right in that the ODSC is a great example of something that can be made within universe, right? And is it stands on its own, right? May have ODSC not been the, was a really cool game. It was a cool game, and and you got to be like this strike force for you know like ground yeah. soldiers and and Halo. So I do agree. I think that we are a little bit fatalistic on something that's supposed to be a long-term project for 343. I think that this game in particular, and I'll save it kind of until a little bit later on, but there's there's going to be DLC for this game. And there's going to be story-based oh, yeah, oh, oh. DLC for this game. 
right? Not just surprised they multiplayer. Done more story-based DLC based off the books and shit. They you know talked I mean? about this where they're like, this is going to be the next 10 years of Halo. Do you think that in that kind of vision, in that kind of boardroom, and talking to investors, that it's 10 years of just solely multiplayer support and that's it? No. Like, no, that's yeah, not... There's no way. That's not what's going to happen. And so... I think that it's a good introduction into, you know, three, four, threes, like stretching their legs individually on their own and doing something like this. I think that Xbox will not let this game fail. Like they will just throw money at this until, yeah. you know, it is good. Right. Cause they have, it's like a uh, destiny and, and Bungie, right. Bungie's is a way smaller developer, right? And they've just thrown fucking money at that game until it worked, right? So I think that that's kind of what's going to happen is that we'll have this really long tail on this and we'll see story DLC and people get hyped up again, right? When the DLC's coming out and and it'll be these kind of tangential stories of, you know, maybe not necessarily Master Chief, but maybe a regiment. Maybe some of the or, yeah. or some of the other Spartans or something, yeah. you know. Like, you know, they have a well, lot of source material. It, yeah, it makes it easier too that it's an open world because you can go you can do DLCs, you can just unlock an area or whatever you might say yeah, in the open yeah. world to go to those DLCs. New part of the ring. That's a good fucking point. That would be yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I think that I really enjoyed like the open world part of this game, though. Like, I thought that yeah. was really cool yeah. to see in Halo. Well, I'm a I'm a big fan of Far Cry, so this is yeah. like right yeah. up my alley. It's like combining both of my games. This is why they need to hurry up and do New Game Plus. Like, I have like, a problem. Oh, well, that, yeah, that was my gripe about this game. I have, two, I have two gripes about this game. Was one, you can't revisit story missions, so if you're, like, hunting skulls or whatever in the story missions and you miss one, that's it. You have to replay the entire thing just to get that one skull. And then, two, also, there's no co-op in this game. This is the first Halo game ever that hasn't had co-op. It's coming. It doesn't make any sense. It's coming in May. They made it they committed yeah. to May. They should have done that in the first place. They should have yeah, said they it's coming it it now already. I, I, agree. I agree, and I kind of disagree. Right, so like I agree in that they're running on goodwill at that point, right? Because they'd already delayed twice, I believe, before they had actual launch on this game. So there's there's got to be an end, right? At some point, like you have to be able to deliver. Um, I think that co-op being such an essential feature of Halo makes that kind of egregious, right? Like it's kind of hard to justify that in your brain where you're just like, this is something that very clearly should have been. And not only that, but you're going to ask people to go back and play it again, right? With co-op, like they didn't get to start their playthroughs with co-op. They got like, they're going to, they're going to have to play it again. Right. So like that is kind of a big ask, um, you know, come may, but you know, fucking people will do it. Like they will do it. Right. Like you and Kyle are going to be playing co-op on that as soon as it comes out in May. Like four player launch us and to yeah. join up so we can yeah. kill those legendary. I mean, I'll stuff. fucking play it too, right? Yeah, but, I want more so. of the merry. Let's be all for it because that's what I thought the beauty was too about this campaign was. I didn't play it on legendary first, but when I saw like the certain hunts you had to go through, I'm like, how am I going to strategize myself to fight these people on legendary? Yeah, yeah, I was getting my ass kicked in normal, so exactly. <laughs> Like the the fun, the funniest thing is I haven't said a nice thing about this game yet, but I fucking really like it. Like it's easily my favorite Halo game three four three's made because the gunplay is so satisfying. 
like Johnny Rapple said, shot. Like that Far Cry, the Far Rapple. Cry like gameplay loop of showing up as the Master Chief to some FOB, and it's got a whole bunch of Covenant de- like defending it, and you just systematically eliminate the entire squad before they even realize anything's happened to them. Like there is that you know power fantasy that Halo has always drawn on of being the Master Chief and this like unstoppable cyborg, and you've got this whole sandbox. And some of the best gunplay in a first-person shooter I've seen in years and years, which is yeah. to Dylan's point, gonna bring me back when they release more stuff down the road. It's just yeah. interesting. It's a it's a weak start on the story front, in my opinion, and I'm I'm sick of observing the Master Chief stories go nowhere for no reason. As much of yeah. an apologist as I may have sound sounded, right? Like. I told Justin pretty flat out, like I got I got about halfway through this game, or right? I got to like excavation site. No, was no, the no, mission. no, no, you played two hours. No, 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 I played more after that. We, I just told you. You're about to talk about you had played two hours. I, yeah, yeah we, we had talked about, and I had told him like I, I just I, I'm not interested in fucking playing this campaign. Like I'm just not. Like it wasn't yeah. grabbing to me. I think that the initial introduction mission is fucking boring. Like, yes, you can't make people do that. Like, it's a poor start. And like the area where you come into the hangar. Right. And there's this big open area with all these like busted ships in there. It's inundating and oppressive and not very like, you know, first player experience kind of feeling. And then it makes you go from that area to fucking hallways. Right, which is no good indicator of like what this game is going to be, and that's why Justin looked at me straight up and he was like, "You need to get to the open part of this game before you make that decision to stop." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right." Like I, I, you know, but it is it is actively discouraging me from playing it. I don't want to play that part. It's um, even advertised as an open world game, so you're wondering why the fuck you're stuck in these yeah. railroad tracks missions for an hour. I'm like, and yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think... just replayed that first mission. Can I just note, it does one of the oldest things in Halo that I think is so stupid. Where when you first get in that hangar, there's like three like different directions you can go. Or you have to look up. <laughs> well, yeah, or you can like crouch and like sneak around or whatever you want to do. And depending yeah. on which way you go, you end up meleeing a grunt, signaling everybody else you're there, and then fighting everyone. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why the hell they put those faux stealth sections in any of these fucking games. <laughs> and there I've was, never... you know, there was this, like, yeah, real yeah, yeah. tutorial-heavy component of that in which it's, like, teaching you how to crouch and stuff like that, where it's, like, having you crouch under broken shit pieces. Fine. Fair enough. Right. Like, every game does that. But I, I didn't like the environment in which I was doing it. I didn't like yeah. the... Um, you know, antagonistic holograms that were like, you know, basically just ex- expositioning, you know, about how, you know, he's dead, but you, you're still fucking, you know, cheap shit. Like, I'm, you know, we're never, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it when you get here. It's like the dude in the parking lot that's like posturing, right? He's like, I'm going to yeah. fight you. I'm going to fight you. When you get down here, I'm going to fight you. And then you get to the parking lot and he drives away. Right. Like that's, you know, that's that's how I felt. And so I really, really struggled with that initial portion of the game. And I think that it, um, you know, they would have been better off, like sending you off that fucking ship after you talk to the Frenchman and then having you do an introduction on the planet. Like, you know, or something like that where you're, like, running through this, like, isolated woods part of, of you know, the, the area or something like that. You know, to yeah. that end, 
I think a better introduction, as opposed to all these stupid holograms for Eshiram, would have been Master Chief is like getting his bearings on the Halo. He goes and starts working his way through some of these bases, and then comes across a dude who just like eliminates a bunch of Marines in front of him or some crazy shit, or like a general, like, like a, like a general Ram moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. that's exactly yes. Thank you. Because that's a perfect example of what my biggest issue with Eshram is, and the writing in this game is that the whole time they do nothing but tell you how tough this guy is, and they never one time show you. The only thing you ever actually see is him coughing and nearly fucking keeling over in private because apparently he's sick or some shit. Ooh, real scary. Yeah, yeah so like, nothing, they never one time show him being tough until you fight him at the end. And <laughs> You're making me fight a cancer yeah. patient? Sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's going to feel great. All the slightly homoerotic shit. Are seriously going to kill a boss guy from cancer right now? And then he's just he's just a before we fight. You've been coughing a lot. And he's just a brute with the special hammer with immunity phases, basically. He literally could have just been like, "I'll be patient. You're dying anyways." Internally. Right. I'll just hang out, man. That fight was ridiculous. Out of all of the boss fights, because I played on heroic the first time. And for me, like, the strategy was just to grapple over his head to the other side of the room, shoot him until he got to me, and then repeat. That's all I ever did. Yep. Yeah. I, I really like the whole concept of, like, boss fights, though, in, like, yes. an open-world yeah. Halo game. Like, uh, you know, they had that kind of in other titles in which you would walk up to a fight in a linear level that is clearly, like... You know, there's no health bar, but there's some enemies there that are gonna be kind of dicks. Like you, like you know, like you're walking right. into a nest of hunters, and you're just like, okay, like this is clearly gonna That's be a washout point. You typically, right? you, you <laughs> typically walk up on just some like tougher enemies, not necessarily like a yeah, boss or something. Fucking like love stuff, right? that. Fucking love yeah, it was really that. cool. And the and, whole like getting special weapons from enemies and stuff is great. Yes. Yeah, when you go, you, uh, yes. you kill the dudes. I one hundred percent like that too. The one thing I would say that I had a negative side as well was I like the upgrading and everything. You got to upgrade your armor and like your grappling hook and stuff like that. I didn't use anything else but the grappling hook. Yeah, like, same. I, yeah, the grappling I mean, hook being the best thing out of any of the other choices. When you make yeah, something I, like that, bro, everything else becomes inconsequential, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, at what point do I want to grab a fusion coil and throw it? That fucking mechanic okay, is on, mint. No, fuck you. Konging people is like one of the coolest parts of the game. But yeah. I completely <laughs> agree parts with of multiplayer, all the other sure. like armor upgrades were a joke compared to the grapple hook. Well, dude, yeah. what I thought was really lame was like there are more Spartan cores than like upgrades available. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you, you no. can fully upgrade and still have Spartan cores to collect, and it's like wh- why? Why? <laughs> yeah, like I, I fully for, upgraded for and still DLC. had like eight. Huh? Yeah, maybe probably for, for the, the DLC. DLC. I, that's why maybe, I but like why include it? in the original story if i can't even you know like they're afraid to do that shit that they're making people choose like you know upgrades and stuff like that they're afraid to do in that like it's just flat out and that's kind of a coward's fucking buyout on that (laughs) like i ain't gonna give them no credit for that because you know there are games where the choice of having to pick things for upgrades is is actually like kind of nerve-wracking right and you're just like i don't know like when we played a plague tale Right, there was clearly yeah, yeah, yeah. not enough shit in that fucking game to do everything. Right, so right. so it really made you choose, and I think that that is 
missing and lacking completely in something like this. But to that end, I think there also isn't really, I think they may have just known there's not a choice. Like, I think it's absolutely fucking hilarious that they decided one of the four abilities should be a thrust boost when you have a grapple hook. Grappling hook, yeah. yeah. You like five times that distance and can shoot you vertically and shit. Like, you can yeah, swing like towards enemies. Like the repulsor. Or you can go invisible after. Yeah. yeah. The fucking repulsor is, is kind of cool, right? Like, I think that that's an interesting combat mechanic, right? Where it's you're like. You get stuck. No, and I mean, I mean, like, when you're playing, and so we'll talk about multiplayer in a bit, right? But, yeah. like, I think when you're That's playing fine. multiplayer and I have a repulsor and it makes me a valid option against someone with a grav hammer, I think that that, yeah. you know, adds an interesting dynamic. And I didn't get to use yeah. that dichotomy in the in the, in the the campaign. But They didn't have it in the campaign, I, yeah. could, I, could, I was confused about that, too. You know, I think that that's a cool addition to... You know, something, the deployable shields are garbage. Like, the, you'll never fucking yeah. use that in multiplayer or in, uh, you know, a campaign situation. Like, stuff yeah, I like tried that, using but... it in campaign a couple of times, and it's, it's like, it's, it's just pointless. It's like, yeah, <laughs> grappling hook all the way. That's all you need to use in the campaign. Just <laughs> yeah. like, grapple hook. Yeah. Ignore like, everything let, else. Can you show me one time having a barely useful shield against one direction of fire is going to be helpful <laughs> in this world. Right, yeah. Gotta say one too, thing, the yeah. fucking the fucking hunters are agile in this one. They're a lot harder yeah, to take yeah. down than previous Dude, games. They scream this like closest past, the, don't they? This yeah. is the closest to like book hunters they've ever come. Yeah. yeah, like they're actually what they're, they're supposed to they're be. They're actually a little bit terrifying when you see them. You're like, shit, now I gotta yeah. fight this. Yep, yes. they're like tanks. <laughs> yes, Something, uh, like uh, living I also want to say too that drove me crazy in the campaign was you know when you gain bases and you have more marines but in the story they're like it's just us it's just us and it's like i have like a whole fleet of marines right Dude, now yeah 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 you can't yeah, lie to me like that here. yeah you can't fucking lie to me was, like uh, that i liked the open world thing and i really liked how you could capture like different like bases and stuff and like you know you could you know re-up on your weapons and stuff but i thought it was kind of funny how you can just like Uber eats a freaking warthog to you by some guy flying a pelican. Like, where the hell did that guy come from? That's your homie. That's your French dude the whole time. Well, so yeah. Where's he picking up all these freaking warthogs from? Yeah, I don't know that either. I have, a, I have a problem with the open world, and I don't know if it's just something that um, is like a nitpick, but like, it's not really an open world. Because there are areas that are very clearly closed off to you when it comes to, like, yeah. campaign-wise. Like, if you try and fly a banshee really? into a place, it, there there are places where, like, you try and fly yeah. a banshee out, and it'll fucking kill you. Well, like, yeah, I, you can So, like, going to different parts. So, it's, so it's not a far cry where, like, yeah. you can go completely out of order, right? Like, it isn't something, right. it is a open world game, is a linear game masquerading as an open world game and it gives you a little bit of a bigger like a hub, yeah. essentially to work out yeah, of, yeah. right? So that is a complaint of mine in that you can't call it an open world experience if it doesn't honor that um, and really give the player the choice. There are boundaries in, in, in Far Cry, right? But it gives you the entirety of the map to work with and you can go and do I can, before I finish Far Cry I can go and do all of the outposts, right, before I even complete the actual campaign of that right. game. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, like the, yeah. if you wanted to just, when you're starting, if you wanted to go and capture all of your, 
your stations or whatever. Everything. You can't get to certain yeah. parts of the map yep. because you haven't gotten there in the campaign yet. Okay, yeah. And that that yeah, that lame. to me does not feel like an open world. Like that to me does not make mm-hmm. an open world. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not expecting a fallout out of this, right? But I'm expecting at least to be able to go and do side missions and, you know, have the option if I put in the time to become really overpowered and walk into these situations just shit housing people, you know, like that would be yeah. a ton of fun um, in, in that regard. Like if you spent the time to do it, I know it's not an RPG. I can't ask that of it, right? But like, don't limit me in that way when you're trying to sell it as something else. Like, I don't. I need to know what the fuck they were doing for six years because this was <laughs> the longest wait between Halo titles, including yeah. after they ended the fucking franchise. <laughs> and yet, still, this game feels like it's great and it has the best gunplay of any. Like, and it's built on Halo 5's gunplay. So it's not like they started with nothing from that. Like, they had a good basis for that. But they couldn't ship it with co-op. This campaign is fine. It would be, it's a three out of five campaign for me for like a normal shooter. For a Halo campaign, it's honestly a two or a one. But like, it's a serviceable shooter campaign, but it is not a story about the Master Chief Cyborg fucking Jesus. Like, I don't, Yeah. I don't understand what the hell they were doing for over half think, a decade with this game. I think that they would have really benefited from like a Doom model. Um, when it comes to this game, right? Of like, because last year we played a little on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you had a hub, right, which was the spaceship that you went back to, and you could upgrade shit in there, sure. and then you could choose to go wherever you wanted from there and do these missions, and um, you know, warp down to Earth or go to Hell, you know, that kind of mm. shit. Like I feel like that would have been a little bit more beneficial. I wouldn't have needed an open world out of that. Not like I don't enjoy the mechanic, but. Like it definitely would have left left less room for bitching about you know the structure of it and and what things were and like what the fuck did you spend your time doing, right? It's like ray tracing support and computer support is like what they spent the majority of their time on. I'm pretty sure. Like it's hilarious, <laughs> you know, the servers crash consistently when we try to get together for games. That is a whole another story, bro. Uh, I'm yeah, straight we'll up get into that. I'm straight we'll up get into that. Right. Hey, we're 40 minutes into this, so let's start focusing on some multiplayer talk. Well, I want to, I want to, Bree, did you play much of the campaign at all? Do you have anything you want to add here? Um, I think I got a little bit past where Dylan is, and uh, I, I'd like to share one of my, my biggest frustrations with this was the Marines, is that you could, you could have like, what, like six of them or five or six of them follow you, but they were so fucking slow. Yeah, it was a waste yeah. of time to no try chance. to bring them in. I would just ditch them so fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, grapple hook away from. Yeah, this is typical Halo meat. <laughs> you got a fucking grapple hook. How are you supposed to keep up with you? <laughs> and you're a super soldier, so it was like, it always made me laugh when they would follow me, and I would jump over like a broken area and use my grapple hook, like, see you later. Imagine if they <laughs> gave all the. Imagine if they gave all the Marines grapple hooks and they're just like, you're like a Spider-Man squad, like behind each other, just like, pew, pew, pew. The waypoint was up, it was like, I guess I'll catch you motherfuckers later. <laughs> it was always, you would hear the Marines just be like, he's here to see we're safe. And you're like, see ya. It's like, even your, your default, like moving speed was way too slow for them. So you'd have to like stop every like, I don't know, like a hundred feet or whatever and wait for them to all catch up with you. I feel like even then... I agree agree with that. It's like every other Halo game where they also aren't useful in a fight. Like, 
once yeah. you get there, you're like, why would I even bring these guys? You can equip them, right? Like, you can equip them with better shit. Um, so I think they mitigate that a little bit, because if you get, like, a rocket squad, like, I'm sure that'd be all right. You know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, I totally agree with Bree in that it seems like a tertiary mechanic that was, like, added in for feel, and then it never really follows through. But with, I like, also feel logistics like in the of Halo it. generation in general, the Marines, they were just background to me like i never used like thought of them as support i was then just like never be my meat shield never make them a mechanic right like like drop drop ship them in drop ship them in at a waypoint yeah, yeah yeah like drop ship them in it's at a waypoint like, and let them fight it's my running joke about halo going back to like when kyle and i were kids playing and i made i like said it one time like Seeing the Master Chief on a battlefield should be the most horrifying thing that a fucking USMC enlisted person can possibly see. Because that oh means God, you are it's that bad. He's the <laughs> only one who's getting out of the situation alive. Come on. Like, I guess I'm on the suicide squad now. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. <laughs> I can't, Kyle and I were playing Halo 2 one time, and I was like, I bet these fools see him, and they're like, oh, shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is Master Chief, he's the best. Like, nobody ever makes it out besides him. Like, they everywhere he goes, him. he's the only survivor. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere he goes, he's yeah. the only survivor. <laughs> <laughs> the situation is lost, man. They're just, like, phoning their wives and kids. They're like, I ain't gonna make it. I ain't gonna make it out <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, picking up a gun and loading up some dudes crying on the phone. <laughs> I would try to load them up in like a warthog and take them with me, but honestly, I'd spend more time trying to just get them to get in the freaking warthog than they'd be with me when we got where we're, we're going, right? Like, that, oh, yeah, would, that or you flip the vehicle over and yeah, over again with the terrain. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. That was, that that was one thing. The terrain was gravity. horrible. Yeah, yeah man. The terrain was horrible to drive in. You couldn't hardly go anywhere except like the main paths. There was always a rock or like a log or something. A scorpion tank is so worthless in that game because you couldn't get all locations. Yeah, and I thought you used to be up very well. I'll take the I'll take a hornet. The hornet. Oh, actually, I would take a anti over a hornet. Yeah, yeah the Hornet is like a glass. It, I mean, it's just glass. It's, actually, glass. it's not even a cannon. I kind of <laughs> like. Glass. I kind of like just to apologize for it a little bit because you get to play with it in multiplayer. Um, I do like the, the movement Hornet? of the Hornet. Yeah, w- yeah, in which you can go vertical because the Banshee is very forward. It's up forward, and down, yeah. right? Like, but with the Hornet, you have a little bit more maneuverability because you can actually go just straight up the axis on that, or straight. It's down. more like a helicopter. Yeah, yeah kind of cool. I feel like yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it has more health or something in the multiplayer because it doesn't go down down as easy as it does in the campaign. It is weak in campaign. I will. I thought. On the uh, scorpion being useless, I thought you, like you used to be able to load up more people on a scorpion too. Like I thought you used to be able to. More. Yeah, yeah. Now you just get a gunner, and that's it. It's like which is yeah, they took the that hell? out like Halo Three, didn't they, or some shit? Oh really, yes. dude? That's, yeah, that's yeah. lame. So now you get a gunner, and then even in the multiplayer, you actually can't load people onto the side of the scorpion. Too. You could never do that in multiplayer. Only Halo One was where you can sit on the sides of the scorpion. Oh, weird. In multiplayer, it never made back. sense why they took that out because that yeah. was always <laughs> one of the coolest things to have eight dudes just sitting on the side of your piled up. Yeah, yeah. Like, sucked when you all died. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing uh, that's always really bugged me about Halo and the campaign 
Nothing. It doesn't matter how far away. Shut up. It doesn't matter how far away you are from enemies or anything or what type of gun you're using. As soon as you ADS, they all just snap and look right at you. It's like bro, snipers. Where is, are the worst. How can I? You, I, I? There's no sneaking up on anybody. Like as when soon you as you're in the head and the fucking elite dives out of the way. Like, but how, yeah. how, how do you know? How do you know? You're like yeah. miles away. You just see the elite. Just Dude, literally sideways. It's still. It was so annoying. So annoying. Um, one thing I want to say to real quick, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, you're um, the one positive side I loved that they brought back was uh, the grunts humor. So they yeah, brought that back yes. from Halo Two, yeah, and I yeah. could not be happier. Not everything the grunts would say was fucking hilarious. I feel like they emulated a very bungee tone with that aspect of the game because they did try to work in some more Easter eggs and some more like funny moments. So like, I really appreciated that stuff from three four three three four like the bones of the game are fucking fantastic it they yeah. just wrote a real shitty story around it like yeah they were selling it on nostalgia like for sure they need to poach some writers right like to justin's point like, yeah they really do need to find someone who like there's a lady bring who them. writes those books right but, and yeah, she bring in the fucking, yes like, authors who write your stories and comic books and have yep. them Fucking, input on your they have bazillions yeah, yeah. of dollars, right? Like they they own all the things. So you can't tell me that you can't call this lady up and be like, "Hey, I know you're writing books for the franchise. Like, would you like the chance at writing a fucking storyline for a mainline Halo game?" Like, there's no way that that's going to say no to that. Like the other, right. I was thinking the other day. There's a scene in one of the books where Blue Team, without Master Chief, has to like save Halsey while she's hacking this force field. And they're getting attacked by, like, a legion of Covenant as they're doing it. So it's, like, four Spartans versus a thousand soldiers. They're, like, holding out to the last man as they're, like, it's this whole crazy intense scene as they're being sieged on a pyramid and they've got the high ground and they're doing, they're using all their Spartan tricks and training as a child. Like, Mm -hmm. that is the type of shit I would love to experience a moment like that in one of these games. And she just cranks out scenes like that. And, like, every book I've ever wrote, read in the Halo franchise has like they recontextualized the games for me. I play thinking about how the chief like perce- like perceives things based on what I know about these games and go into combat scenarios with a greater appreciation for them because of that. If so, so I don't understand how the hell she's not got any input on what they're doing. If here. someone can if someone can get like George R. R. Martin to write for a fucking like Souls game Right. There's no way that a large publisher like Microsoft can't get, uh, you know, a writer like that. Have her lead a team of other writers. Right. And then, like, even if she doesn't want to do it forever, have her train and hand the shit off. Right. Like, that's that's how this goes. Yeah. 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 Just send the script to her and be like, hey, yeah. What do you think about this? Like, that is a huge component for me. And the fact is, is that. I feel like there may be some danger of like Call of Dutying this fucking game, and I don't like that. Right? Like, Halo has been a narrative game for its entire existence because it was a single player narrative experience, linear driven, with good story. Right? And Call of Duty campaigns in particular have gone away. Right? Like, they're just these kind of tertiary 
experiences that happen on few releases they're but they're not great still even when they try really hard to be great they're not something that someone looks at for game of the year contention and they're like you know what that story was fucking awesome like i'm gonna seen 20 times yeah yeah absolutely so there's some danger there and some lessons to be learned right about people aren't just looking for a multiplayer experience out of halo the margin is split like 50-50 on that, where there are people like Kyle who come to experiences like this looking for the story of these games, like at heart, right? And the multiplayer is second degree to them. And then there are people like me who I could really give a shit about the story of a Halo game because the multiplayer is awesome and that's what I'm going to continue to play, right? Like that's what I like. So they yeah. need to devote time to them in that respect Right, and and really make some decisions about where to go from here. And I hope that DLC for this game will afford them the opportunity to do that. Right, the opportunity you know to... I hope they do with DLC? What is that? A couple more fucking multiplayer maps. Oh my god, yes. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, all in all, um, we should start with multiplayer now. Bree, you got anything so, else yeah, to close up? I, was going with that. <laughs> I don't know. I made like a list of shit that I liked and disliked about the Let's game. Let's fucking hear it. Rattle, yeah, rattle it off. Yeah, we're game yeah. to hear. Rattle it off. All right. Well, Speed I guess I'll round. start with the shit that I like. I really liked like the gameplay with just like the shooting mechanics and all that shit. It was great. Um, yeah. Like new weapons, abilities. I religiously use the grapple shot, like specifically. Um, 100%. I like that you were forced to use new weapons because ammo was shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know if you guys know this, uh, noticed this. It was just like the, uh, for like the day-night cycles, if you looked up at nighttime, you could see like the, like the sun shining on the other part mm-hmm. of the ring. Yeah, I did see that. That, cool. that was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Like the, the scannability and all that shit. Um, another thing that I really didn't like is like for it being uh, an open world game, there's like not really any side shit for you to do. And even Fair. like the high value targets, they're like out in the open for you to just roll yeah. them on whatever. Basically yeah. like a collective on. You could really cheat and yeah. just get the scorpion tank against those bosses if yeah, you have like, the opportunity. Like give them like a, like a dungeon or like a little building or yeah. something. Yeah, force would, force like, him in to go alone, like you know that kind of shit, yeah. and then pit him in an arena versus a fucking boss. Like, yeah, yeah fair. I can like one hundred percent agree with you on that. Like seventy percent of the time, I would just roll in with a warthog and just splatter the. are both so fucking overpowered in the multi the campaign. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. <laughs> I sent one dude just straight off the freaking edge of the map. It was like, well, peace, Mr. Badass. You were like, dumb. half the high value targets were a ghost yeah. ladder for me. I was like, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. That was hilarious. Just like the last thing that I have is, uh, <laughs> I didn't like is, uh, it pissed me off really bad. Is I was, uh, in part of the map where you can like look over the edge and like it just goes off into space. Now I was trying to grapple across it and it won't let you. Like it, it latched on to the other side, but it just drops you. I would agree, yeah. The grappling oh, yeah. was sometimes a little bit not as helpful as I would think. I would reach for something and it wouldn't reach. I'm like, okay. But that didn't make any sense. 
It's like what Dylan said earlier with the flying vehicles, like sometimes just exploding on you. They definitely lock you out of some areas that it's like, I don't feel like I should be locked out of that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Know. I have one comment on that too. I feel like the kill floor in those like areas where you could just drop into space, I feel like the kill floor was really high in some places. Because, <laughs> like, dude, that's the thing yeah. is like, I, when I'm trying to get up anywhere, you can literally grapple up the sheer face of a 500-foot cliff, right, with that grapple. Yeah. So, like, I and there's some places where I'm trying to get across to get to a Spartan core or something, and I don't want to go find a warthog and trek all the way around. So I'm trying to get across this gap, right? And I, like, grapple. And this might have been what you were saying, Bree, but I, like, grapple. It pulls me across, and before I can, like, shoot another grapple up, I just hit the kill floor, and I'm instantly dead. Yeah. It's like, what the, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, I had that. It's like, you can try. Yeah. I'll let you try. I'm not going to let you yeah. try, though. <laughs> yep. Hey, do it again. Try again. See if it's any better. Try again. Do you, you learn your lesson? On your part. <laughs> I have a question for her. Um, it's nothing like, like if you haven't really, how much have you played Halo, like, known for the story? Is this, like, a new Halo for you? Is this so, already played the others? I played, uh, like, I didn't grow up with consoles and shit, so I uh, would go to my cousin's house, and we multiplayered one through three. And okay, I nice. think three was the last one that I played. I'm on a similar I'm sorry, trajectory. Three. Yeah. This is very true to form for like Halo three, though, for sure. One hundred percent. This has yeah. the best gameplay in the series since the original yeah. trilogy and Reach. Halo yeah, two will always be my great. favorite. Always. Yeah. Halo two will be by far still the one like I would recommend everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna see about replaying them now that there's like the Master Chief collection. 100 yeah. percent play it. Yeah, dude. It's well, I, just, I, I feel like multiplayer I, it. I play through Halo Three campaign at least, like, or I play through like Halo Two through or two and three, and I've started trying to play through four or five, but I play through two and three probably once a year. Honestly, I also it's think boring. that Halo Four was really good. I love the story for Halo Four. Well, and, and there's like this, yeah. you know, kind of extended release on some of the content i think that you know brie and i or you know some whoever's online at the time will go back and kind of play through some of this dlc or play through um you know on co-op and i think that that may kind of change the perspectives on it we may have to come back at some point yeah i would definitely like to yeah because better be ready for legendary with when you're playing with someone else that really when you when you play these games with someone else some of the fondest memories that I have is actually playing co-op with, with people in these games, and so I think yeah. that that made tint my glasses a little bit rose-colored at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and kind of bring me back to enjoying a campaign like that. Not even just... that. I don't even think it would need to bring you back. We've been playing this. I feel like you have that because we actually, all of us, have played this like together. Multi like this is the first multiplayer shooter yes. I think that You're like right. us have played together since like we moved out of Brighton. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like What's this up? Is like, yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Jeff? We had like a party of seven playing multiplayer at once. Yes. But yeah, like we've had like high school status like parties together playing this game before. And that like speaks a lot to how fun the actual gunplay is. Like it is really just in like satisfying to shoot people in this game straight the it also out. just shows the nostalgia for how much like we still like even if it's not the story for some of us it's 
Halo. It's like, oh, we can all hang out and play this multiplayer together. Yes, like, it just brings back good memories. Yeah, but my yeah. point is, Halo 4 didn't manage to do that, and Halo 5 didn't manage to do that. This one managed to actually yeah. get us all to play it together again. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive, in my opinion. Justin dragged me to this, uh, you know, and to, to be fair to him, like, to the multiplayer, he literally texted me one day, and he was like, let's play Halo. And I was like, me, right? And he was like, trust me, you're you're going to regret if you don't, right? And we played it, and I was yeah. taken back to a time where that was what we used to do. And and um, now he can attest, like, I play a fucking ton of this game. Like, I, yeah, you, I know, I, you got that damn samurai armor. I in. love yeah. that shit. Let's talk a little bit about the multiplayer, right? Yep. So, yeah, yeah, let's get into it. We have 30 minutes. Okay, it's my... So I'll try and keep it short. So 33 minutes. It's my favorite, favorite multiplayer game right now. Are none. Right. Like yeah. I, when it comes to competitive shooters, right? Like you can play dying light and stuff like that. And that's fun on its own regard. But when it comes to competitive, dead by daylight, dead by daylight whatever, dying light. <laughs> no, I mean like dying light, the fucking zombie game that you guys have been like geeking over fucking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that okay. another time. All right. It's so, so I, and it's not just nostalgia. This game is fucking great. And I think that there are components of this multiplayer that I'll complain about, and I'll just kind of get those out of the way. One, and I think that these are all symptoms of this being a service game. And what we mean by service games, right, is they're, the multiplayer is free. The campaign you pay into, right? If you're not on Games Pass, which Games Pass is an excellent deal, and you should all do that, right? <laughs> um, hashtag sponsor us. Hashtag sponsor us, Microsoft. Right? I don't know why you guys don't have yeah, games if you have Xbox. You have so much money, have... just give me some money. <laughs> I, <and> so, <laughs> I, um, the, the maps Justin cheekily put that into earlier where he was like you know i want a fucking multiplayer map right he's right the the map pool is lacking for sure there are two solid big team battle maps and then there is a rotation of what seems to be four multiplayer maps like that you might be play. five and three but it, it doesn't matter either way it doesn't feel that way because i haven't seen yeah. him if it's you know and i play a lot of this so you know, it's even unbalanced amongst those tiny numbers. You'll play a couple of them a yep. fucking lot. You play that. You'll play that stupid little Call of Duty map that's like a desert fucking. Uh, I don't even know bazaar or something like that. Yeah, like an spice market. market. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll play yeah. in that place like fifty fucking times for every one time mm -hmm. you play at that factory that has like the sword that spawns off over the infinite. Drop or Blade or Runner map. I love that fucking map. The Neo <laughs> Future yeah. map with the neon and shit. Fucking yeah. love that map. But you're right. There's a lack of maps, right? And that can kill a multiplayer game if if you're not careful with that. And, yeah. and, and also, like, in multiplayer, like, if, say in Slayer, there's two rounds or whatever. Um, not Slayer. In one of the game modes that have two rounds in it. There's a couple. Uh, they don't, yeah, they don't flip the power weapons, like, to their, their I guess, opposite of what it, it usually is. They keep the same power weapon instead of doing it like Gears, where it flips to the boom shot or the sniper rifle. And then I have a very, I have a very particular complaint about this multiplayer, and it's real nitty gritty. So, when you're going to give me challenges or events, right? They are 
fucking whack in this game. Yeah. Whack, right? There's a couple of things that I don't like about it. One, the fact is, is that if you have a event going on, there should always be an event challenge available. I should not have to clear other challenges in order to attain an event challenge, right? Especially if you're going to have yeah. 35 levels in that fucking event challenge, right? So, and I talked to Justin about this. I was like, in a world post-Fortnite, right, there's no fucking excuse for a multiplayer game that's a service game to not emulate that model, right? Like, if you can't, like Justin said, if you cannot make it better, then it should just fucking be Fortnite at this point when it handle how it handles its challenges, how it handles its events, yeah. because it's perfect, right? They got the model down, Pat. I should not have to use a item to flip challenges to hopefully get a fucking chat, like an event challenge out of that. Second, I hit the end of the weekly challenges the other day, which is fucking crazy, right? Like I, I finished out my weekly challenges, but do you know what also finishes at your weekly challenges? Your fucking event challenges finish. So if I play this super fucking hard, Right, and I'm trying to get Oni Samurai armor, right? And it's level 35, and I, I have to, if I clear my challenges for the week, I have to wait another fucking week for those challenges to come around. That's ridiculous. That's, That's stupid. fucking yeah. stupid, especially if, is... you're, especially if you're putting an event on a timer, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. That they give you a two yeah. weeks and they're like, oh, I hope I hope you can fucking make it, <laughs> right? Like, that's not... Yeah. And then they put all of these limitations in front of me of, like, how I have to interact with their challenges. I, I fucking hate that. I hate it. I got, yeah, I got annoyed lame. with that, too. It was just, like, even with that first battle pass you get, the Reach one, even Johnny agreed with it. I was like, every talent you got, you didn't earn enough XP to even try and level up that battle pass. Do you they see just, what they... They really wanted your money. They do you see what you they did though for to, to to combat that? Is that they added a challenge up on top, right? That stands alone from the other challenges. That's like complete around, right? For a yeah. hundred experience, yeah. there's just nothing to it, right? What a fucking cop out! And and yeah. you can misconstrue my complaints for yeah. like genuine hatred of this multiplayer, but I love it. And the reason why I have these complaints is that, like, you're discouraging me from doing it. Like, I don't yeah, understand I like, why. I feel like Greenboro was more critical about the things that we like, though, too. Yeah. Which I know. I agree. Yes, we tend to nail them to the wall, right? Because I have expectations of, of this. I, I think that it is some of the best multiplayer I've played in the past 10 years. Other than playing like Rainbow Six Siege, that was the other one that I really, really gravitated to and locked onto. But otherwise, yeah. I find myself if I have an hour, I'll boot up Halo and play rounds of Halo, and then that's that's what I do. You play like a round of Halo if you should get into one. Or you what? get like three or four if you're playing. So, and that's another complaint, right? And we can talk about that as a group because it's a group topic. When we're sitting in a lobby and I'm trying to play a fucking game mode. And we strike out on servers six times in a row. That's really Dude, without discouraging. Fucking one day that we yep. were playing, and like I straight up got off because it, it crashed 15 times. I sat there and counted. It was 15 freaking times. And I was like, 
I'm just gonna yeah, go we're all just on our phones. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it was insane. Like, I had other stuff to do. I, I was only on for like an hour daylight. or two. Sitting there the whole time. We got like one. We got maybe one or two matches in, and then that third match. And for those two matches, to be clear, it still crashed on us like six, between three to seven times. And then on that third match, it literally crashed fifteen times. And it was like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna go make food. <laughs> You know, something that I can, insane, I can speak to is that the crossplay on this is fucking seamless. Like, it is one of the yeah. best crossplay experiences I've ever had in a multiplayer game because I play exclusively on PC. Everybody else plays on Xbox. And there's never been an issue, right, when it comes yeah, to yeah. that actual yeah. viability. Um, And I think that Halo is a good middle ground, right, because even though I'm playing PC, I'm not fucking stopping people. In, on a PC, right? So there's some, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like in Gears where it, there's no Call fucking competition, right, when it comes to yeah. that kind of shit. So that's actually really cool. And and I think that, you know, just to surmise my feelings on it, that um, it has a lot of room to grow. And it feels mm-hmm. like they just kind of threw it out there to the world and they're like, let everybody get into this and we'll deal with the logistics later. Of like yeah. actually figuring out how to deal with this and make this a viable, you know. Like I said earlier, there's a really strong frame here. There's a strong foundation, and like you said, there's their focus is to build this out as the future of Halo. It's a game as a service, so we will see how well they manage to do that. But they definitely have like a really strong, solid foundation for that multiplayer. Drop another ten maps on me in the next six months, though, or we're fucking done. Like. Something that I wish that we would have is I wish we would have like maybe like six player team squad or team deathmatch. I'd rather play with all of us instead of saying like there's four and then we're like, I guess I'll step out big or team, just we'll big team big battle. Team battle. Yep. Beat yeah, yeah, so much fun, but there's two fucking it's, maps. <laughs> yeah, I just I would like some other game types with it to have more people in variety to play with each other. Well, and you yeah. have, to have more of a group. You have the of, uh, you have the fucking architecture to do it, right? Because you already yeah. like squad people up for big team battles, so you already have the well, architecture dude, I, to build those. I'm honestly in. surprised they they haven't. Maybe they probably will. They haven't dropped like some like historic Mac packs or something, or some just like legendary old like multiplayer. That would from make me Halo. fucking shit. That. That would make would me, yeah, dude. That'd be I sick. That would make me shit. I would be like, yeah, awesome. This is I'm forever. Hell game. Yeah, man. I play this forever. Yep. Until the end yeah. of time. Like, Can we talk for a moment about how the gravity hammer has, in my opinion, never been more satisfying to use, but you can't play Gravity or anything because there's not a forge mode that allows you to create your own I think, mode? I think Bree yeah. had brought that up. She was like, I want to play Griffball, bro. Like, I want to yeah. play something that's, like, fun like that. I forgot but... about that. Yeah, those those custom the, games. Or, like, the zombies. Yeah. These fucking teenagers are creating in Forge mode these days. Like, imagine what, like, random kids would be able to create with a map maker, but we don't have that in the first Halo game since I don't know how long. I, did Halo 5 have Forge? I guess maybe 343 doesn't do that. Because I don't think so. Well, and the other thing is is yeah. that you have all this fucking PC support for this for this game built in. Right, and where do all the great mods and fucking game modes come from? Is generally people building maps on PC, right? Because you have yeah. much more pliability in that way. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you have this like untapped architecture because there are kids that will sit there for hours and make maps, right? 
like and ultimately yep. not expect anything in return other than to be able to play them right like that's yeah, all they'll expect they're not looking for money they're not looking for anything like that like use the fucking free labor right and like real. get yeah. these fucking children on Adderall making maps so that I can play Griffball and zombies okay that's what I want to play <laughs> I want to do some crazy racetracks or whatever, dude. Yeah, some like GTA shit where there's like racetracks in the sky and stuff. Well, they they used to do that. It was like the little like portal obstacle courses they used to make in like Halo Three, dude. Those things were sick, man. They literally made a map in Halo Three called Sandbox just for them to play around. That exact purpose, yeah. Yeah, well, I was yeah. gonna say, does everybody remember uh, like in Halo Reach? Do you guys remember like old school Rooster Teeths? Like uh, they used to play horse. And they would have all these like interesting yes. little like challenge maps that you could go through that were like difficult platforming or difficult like jump challenges or yeah yeah all sorts of shit like that like yeah the, you could have a GTA online on your hands with some of that kind of stuff if you would just fucking add for forge real like, for real dude yeah I'd be very I surprised wish... if that's not the case one and, thing I'm still not a fan of in multiplayer is the fucking vehicles they still make me angry in multiplayer. I get so pissed with a banshee coming at I don't know me. What, or, uh, I don't know what you're talking about because I've gotten plenty of fucking like kill tax on, on oh, yeah. Fiesta I, I and a Scorpion. memory right now is when we would be playing big team battle. I had to step away from it. It was the funniest thing going on. Just a fucking turret. The whole big team battle. The whole match. You give me a turret, I'm going to defend, right? Like, Justin <laughs> Justin and I were fucking playing CTF, right? And I parked a warthog in the cave and stood on that fucking gun and held that location, right? Justin's like, that's a great fucking idea. The thing is, yeah, you know, they, all these kids, like, I don't know anything about the map, but... <laughs> all these kids, they're just hard-headed as hell. They're like, oh, I'm going to go fucking get that guy. Yeah. And they just keep fucking funneling through. And it's like, oh, try again next time. Keep pad my KD. Keep yeah. pad my KD. Yeah. Sure there was plenty of people just, like, reporting Dylan's account just for being <laughs> on that fucking turret the whole time. It cracks me up that you hate the vehicles because I feel like a lot of people that Dylan and I just fucking get staketaculars on in multiplayer games probably hate the vehicles because they try not to use them. But then me and Dylan hop in that bitch and get like 30 kills on a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him and I on a Warhawk is fucking... I don't know why y'all never yeah. go for it. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll literally on a Fiesta mode hop like on that map where you have i can't remember what the name of it is but there's grav lifts out to the center of the map right yeah on each yep. side coming inwards yeah, like a diamond map. yeah the sandbox map and we'll go for that warhog first life every fucking time <laughs> and our, and it's like 30 to, to 8 <laughs> by the time that we're done with that like fucking dope <laughs> like if somebody spawns please. with a spiker and fiesta or some shit we're good to go <laughs> <laughs> do they have the uh, the locking rocket launcher in multiplayer? They do. The lock on. Yep. It's the it's, it's the mini, shitty, but the mini lo- yeah. rockets where you can lock in. Yeah. And Justin actually blew my mind because I was playing Fiesta and I was like, this gun is fucking useless. Like I don't understand <laughs> what I can do with this. And he's like, press the alternate fire to lock on. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. I remember, dude. I'm pretty sure, like, the rocket launchers just used to be, like, lock-on, like, that's just how they were, right? You said it wasn't two. Yeah, yeah, they'll hold it, but yeah, yeah. 
So, like, I don't know. I, it was kind of annoying that, like, especially in campaign, that the rocket launchers aren't just, like, all locking. Because, yeah. like, they're otherwise pretty useless, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I don't know. Well, I think it's... <laughs> what was a particular weapon you guys all preferred when you were in multiplayer? Stake gun. Stake gun. gun. Yeah, harpoon gun. And... Oh, and there was one that you, I don't remember the name, but you were just, like, so excited to use every time. The rat? Uh, no, sorry, the cinder shot. The, yes. the, the dubstep gun. Oh, the cinder shot! Fucking sweet. love yeah. that gun. That thing and is pretty sweet. Yeah. So it has one of the most satisfying bounce mechanics that I've ever had in a gun. First of all, second of all, it has one of the most satisfying sounds of a gun. Yeah. That I've had in a long yeah. time. Even on the receiving end of it, you're like, you hear the the fucking yeah. wub, like woo. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, fuck, yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and going back to the campaign too, the the Sentinel beam, that in the campaign is oh, amazing, dude. and they drop everywhere. That's like the gun I used in the campaign. Yeah, the multiplayer is pretty good too, but it's not as good as it is in campaign. Humans just move too fast. Yeah, like, nothing yeah, in the yeah. campaign yeah. moves yeah. fast enough for you to like, like. The DPS on that thing is fucking nuts. Like for sure, dude. I, I can't speak too much on weapons I liked in multiplayer, but say I only played multiplayer a handful of times. I mostly was trying to get through the campaign, but um, I re- enjoyed the. It was like automatic, but it was like you could single fire it. You know what I'm talking about? The commando. Like the, the, yeah, yeah. That I really liked using that one. In, People in hate campaign. that. That thing, dude. I I love I it. You just pop in headshots like. It, it was. I love that in campaign, but I don't know how well it does in multiplayer. See, my weapon I liked, and it was. Uh, I don't know the name of it. It was like that kind of revolver pistol with the blade, so you can do one shot in melee. Oh and yeah, just kill. I feel like that one was cool. Gears. I would just constantly use that. It, what, what was, was it? It's like, it's like the Mangler, I think is what it's called. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like the little handheld shotgun one. It is, or it is oh. less viable. Mauler. Mauler. I know it starts with an <laughs> So it's dude, less... you, I love that in campaign, dude. That thing does work. It's less viable in multiplayer, but only by a margin. Right? So like if you have it's just not good at distance. Yeah, if you have a Mauler, like you can you can still fuck people up in, in just, multiplayer. The the dropping yeah. like of the yeah, that's and what sucks on it. Yeah, and, and the travel time. Well, yeah. and the harpoon gun too. So, like, that's one of my main complaints about when you have a rail gun like that, where yeah. the drop on it and the travel time is insane. But it actually made it like a challenge for me because I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna figure out how to fucking use this weapon, right? Well, that's the and thing, I'm like, it's a badass weapon, so they yes. don't want to just spoon feed it to you, right? Yep. <laughs> just be marking guys left and right. But yeah, you get it down, dude. And two of those you will take out a scorpion it? in multiplayer. You get two solid shots on Damn. a scorpion in multiplayer with the harpoon gun, and it will it will tank anything. Damn! Like and the it'll skewer? take yeah the skewer. That's what it's called. Yep. And then yeah. any yeah, it flying is a two foot spike. It's yeah. someone that any crazy, flying yeah. vehicle it will take out in one hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think so. That's right. drop hogs in one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like my my go to. I really like trying to rack up those no scopes with that. <laughs> Hell nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's I sick. really like the electric sniper rifle too. I call it the wrong name yeah, every yeah. time. I but too. When you get a perfect 
with that fucking thing in multiplayer, yeah. you feel like it nothing feels fucked up because you just feel like you're turning on, you're like turning off the person. Like you just watch them go limp, and you're like, oh yeah, lightning to the brain is bad, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> this fool's going out like cat. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> what a stupid death. <laughs> Johnny, so, you got any favorites? I have a least favorite gun. Do you want to hear that? It's the one that throws red fire. I hate yeah, that I don't gun. like that one. Oh, yeah, that is useless. I hate that gun. It throws red fire? So it's, this, it's a charge shot. Yeah, it's charge shot. and So you can shoot it, and it'll shoot like a burst of three red projectiles that go in like an arc. Oh, and we'll, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you charge it and hold it, it'll light the ground and all of the surrounding things on this like red fire. So it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting for like a BTB kind of situation where you can like lay down area of effect damage on like yeah, a group yeah. of people. But other than that, it's really useless in like a, a fiesta or like a one on one kind of situation. I've never been able to use that. I like the fact that you can fucking bayonet people in multiplayer too, with those guns that have like a a knife on the end of them. I think that's that cool. that's a yeah. great a great addition um and justin and i figured out that if you have a hammer and someone's real close to you you fucking nail them with the butt of the hammer like like a yeah melee. yeah that's the but melee it, with the hammer but yeah, it yeah. pushes them back pretty yeah. far from, oh it's got a blowback it's yeah. it is it, it's not just a melee it's when you're like doing the normal power swing when he like winds up like this if a oh. sword like say a sword person lunges at you while you're winding up and they'll you... bounce off the butt and then you can oh, fucking kill them. So it gives sick. you a counter to sword people, which is so cool. Like, Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I didn't know about that. That's actually really cool. It makes yeah, her I got cool. like a double kill one time where like sword dudes are coming at me and I wasn't sure why they weren't dying until I watched the replay. I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> or why I wasn't dying. Like two yeah, of them yeah. at me and I was like, I'm fucked. Like, That's funny. Justin yeah. here acting like Darth Maul just <laughs> I always thought the melee with the grab hammer was funny, especially when you get someone in the back of the head with it, just a bah, just right to the back of the head. They took out the uh, executions in this game in multiplayer. Oh, yeah. but I actually think that the gameplay is better for it. I think um, it's better, hundred percent. It, it's faster. Yeah. It's way faster. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and and a melee backslap. We kill him instantly with a backstab. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's sufficient, right? Like I never felt yeah. wanting of like this long ass animation of like me, you know, fucking this dude up from behind. I don't. In Gears of War, that feels great because you fucking golf club someone's head yeah. in, and it's like, you know, they're not coming back. They gotta wait until the round ends. Like, you know, that's that. You know, that's some shit. Like, I love that, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I feel like it. The multiplayer is very fast and it feels good. Definitely. It, yeah. It yeah. Feels it's a good, good pace. It's a real good pace. Yeah. One of the, uh, do you, Justin, you were laughing at me about this in my first game. Do you remember? I was like, I didn't realize the grapple shot was a thing you had to pick up. And yeah. when I was in the campaign, like, that's, you know, like, I'm like, getting around stuff like i'm just kind of launching myself with a jump and then catching up with a grapple hook so we're like everybody's kind of like funneling towards this one jump up and i go to like get around people so i kind of jump off the side thinking i can grapple and i just jump off the fucking map i'm like okay well i guess that's not something i have yeah. 
Yeah. I was having so a huge you... problem, uh, like trying to pick that up when it's next to something, because like that's oh, one yeah. of the things I would go for. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, like keep picking up, like switching out the weapons. And I'm like, no, not that, please. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I never yeah, go yeah. for those things. I never go for the grappling hook and stuff in multiplayer. I use that as bait. I'm just like, go for yeah, it. There you and go. You just kill that person. Well, they, to, they want the grappling hook. To, to Bree's point, I think that there are times, and I don't know if this is like a PC issue, but it sounds like it's a resounding issue and that picking up items is shit. And especially in a game mode like uh Fiesta, where there's a scavenging component to that, where like you get a bad build and you can just yeah, go yeah. and pick some shit up off the floor um, and be real viable. I think that that creates some issues, right? Where you're just like, it's, and I, yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be that hard, right? Like if no. you look at something and you're mostly looking at one thing, it could even give you like a little visual cue on the screen, right? Like a little thing pops up above the weapon. It's like that. And you know, you're looking and selecting at that, right? The, you could just grab popping that up over you, the weapon like, would be incredibly helpful. It gives yeah, you an dude, indication. You, on you your, got a fucking HUD. You're a Spartan. Yeah, like it, it makes sense. It's it, not even like, <laughs> it gives you like a flat indication on your HUD of like, you know, what you're standing over. Right, and it tells you like, yeah, oh, but if, you're... but but if you're not paying attention, and also going back to the fact that it's a real fast-paced multiplayer, yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't fucking have time for that, right? Like, I yeah. I just don't in a lot of those situations. So, I also make that complaint not knowing how to fix that necessarily. Like, I don't right. understand how they would fix that. I think it's just a beast of burden. It's like it I, to... I could not be looking more directly at the item that <laughs> I want to pick up. Yeah. Like, if my reticle is on that freaking thing, I shouldn't be picking up something else. Like, yep. That or throw your current weapon that you're holding in front of you instead of dropping the yep. exactly yeah, you where drop you your good weapon that you got, and you're just like, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you don't figure it out until you're in your next encounter. And you're like swapping your weapons. You're like, oh shit, there's nothing in here. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. I would have to backtrack a lot because I had thought I had picked up the item, but I had actually just swapped mm. out my guns. Oh yeah, that <laughs> sucks. There was some stuff that still drives me a little bit crazy too with the multiplayer. Is there's nothing more like unsatisfying is when you're playing against a better team and when you get spawned in, you instantly die every time. So it's like that. They just like spawn kill you, and that's the stuff that like sometimes drove me crazy. I feel like that's real well, game mode specific, that. right? Yes, yeah, SWAT is particularly bad for that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think that it's very game mode specific in that regard. Of like even Fiesta can be that way sometimes because you spawn in, and there's someone with a rocket launcher that's making rotation around you, right? And they're like, "Oh, sick a free kill, blah blah." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, so there is a little bit of that. But um, the other thing I wanted to say is that Big Team Battle is one of the coolest fucking experiences in this game by far. Like, I really like playing the multiplayer, but Big Team Battle, where we're all communicating and taking points and, like, and splitting up. I I don't like the Power Core one. The Power Core one is okay. It's my least favorite one yeah. the seeds or whatever where you get to do power seeds i don't i'm not a fan of that i like domination overall it's and that I, like, I think it's the dynamic of having to like split your team up into squads it's like that battlefield component to the multiplayer that like adds a new layer and makes it like even more interesting and like, i also think it's satisfying too what you're just seeing just a big war break out in yeah. the whole game you're seeing a warhog go right by you while yeah. shots are being blown up in front of it is 
It's just, <laughs> it gives you chills each time. It's like, I don't know, I've played Battlefield, and I don't feel that same way with Halo Big Team Battle. It just always feels super intense. And Kyle, you're a lot more close, yeah. Kyle makes fun of me a little bit about the turret, right? But it's awesome in that, like, you can play to your strengths in that in that kind of game mode, right? If you're a real aggressive player with, like, a high KD ratio, you can go play Domination in the circles, right? And and yep. just do yeah. work for your team, or you can push the contested circles as opposed yeah. to being a defender on the home base circle. Yep, you know? and that's me. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm I'm really good a tactician, right? So I'll stay back and kind of defend what we have, and then I'll let people who have a higher KD ratio than me go out front and go take points, right? Like that's yeah. I, I love fucking love yeah. that about big team battle. I would. There's part of me too that hates is I wish the games wouldn't take so long. There's sometimes where big team battle matches just drag forever, and you're like, that "Holy, game. don't even care if I lose right now." Even was, with yeah, yeah. the flag teams are like a fucking nightmare. We've ran, we ran out games game where you have to grab those um like certain tips and the bring power power seeds. The yeah, yeah that's what I, I That's my least favorite one. I'd rather do team big team battle or capture the flag i kind of like seeing everybody throw seats and then watching people <laughs> contest them right like i yeah. actually kind of find that funny and fun um but it's not my favorite i think that i would give i would rather have like one more big team battle map and like you know maybe two more multiplayer maps and i'd be pretty satisfied um you know for the time being when it comes to you know multiplayer map rotation if they gave me one more i'd like one with more verticality so like different levels like yeah. you know yeah, a, yeah. like a, a vertical map instead of like a larger map where you're having to climb through levels of a ship you know or something like that and taking points i think that that would be a ton of fun um, you can do one of those stupid towers from the fucking yeah. ring. it yep. would be a perfect environment for that yeah. i want to note we're wrapping up this half of the podcast if we want all of the members here to be conscious through the second half. So we should probably get into people's final thoughts. Just don't fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great game. I'll start. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's, it's, love the game. Great game. Um, I think that it has a lot of room to grow. It's suffering through growing pains in this initial portion of it being launched, but I think they launched a complete title. And I'm... And I feel satisfied with with what I've had so far, um, and I will feel jilted if those expectations are not followed through, um, you know, through the life of of this title. So I think that what that's, would you pay for it? I would pay full price for a game like this. The problem that they introduced is free multiplayer. So yeah, I yeah. If, if it were what would you pay for that campaign? I pay twenty bucks to twenty five bucks for the campaign. I think there you go. Yeah. And that's just campaign plus ownership of the title is what I'm paying for in that regard and not anything else. Like I'd pay, you know, that kind of money. For that. I respect that. But me being a huge Halo fan, I'll pay still full price. Kyle just will for the cash story. out. I need to know the story. Kyle will cash out his pension, you know, with, yeah, you know, I, would. <laughs> I really would. I'll give you a blowy behind Wendy's. Exactly. Early access. If you if you give me early access to Halo Seven, I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a hole, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I totally love this game. Uh, combining Halo with Far Cry, definitely up my alley. Um, I, I, I think I would pay, like, at the most, I think I would pay 30 bucks for the campaign if the multiplayer was free. If the multiplayer wasn't free, I'd pay full price for sure. Sure. But yeah. um, there just wasn't enough side missions. It was basically a collect-a-thon for the open world. The boss battles were cool, but again, you could cheese them in any way. Um, yeah, so I think 30 bucks for the campaign for sure. Free? Yeah, I think I'm about the same, like 30 bucks for campaign, full price for with the multiplayer. Um, I find it found it really hard to stay engaged in the campaign. Um, love the multiplayer, though, and I would really like to see just uh, what else it comes out with. Yeah, Shively. I I yeah, I agree one hundred percent with all of that. Um, I think he's I... looking it up for sale price. Are is that what you're doing? No, no. Oh, well, okay. I was. It's already done. Gotcha. Um, like, is it worth? Yeah. Is it worth buying? He's got, he's got Cartana going rampant on that second. Yeah. Relax, guys. Relax. <laughs> uh, no, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, uh, thirty bucks campaign, sixty bucks full. Uh, for the full game, um, if you know that were the case, uh, I got like ninety percent through the campaign. I got to like the second little staging area um, where they're setting up, where they kind of show you the like mock UNSC outposts and stuff like that. So I got really close to the end, but even still, I I was like finding myself like being like, okay, let's go, let's finish this, like let's get back into it. Let's. I was like really trying to pull myself back to finish it. So it just really wasn't that engaging. So, yeah, I uh, I agree. It wasn't the best story, but I'd probably still buy it if I didn't have Game Pass just because, you know, it's the new Halo and everybody would want to know what the hell it was about, right? If I hadn't already played it and it had come out and I didn't have Game Pass, I probably would have bought it, is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah. So zero if without Game Pass, if you'd already played it. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I mean, because I, yeah, because it's a spectacular deal, and it's yeah. a fantastic yeah, yeah. value for what you get uh, when you pay monthly with Xbox, Microsoft's Xbox Games Pass. Um, That's right, you know, and Games Pass Ultimate, an industry leader in availability of games. Day one, really, just day, breaking down barriers. Day one, setting new standards. You got Halo on day one on PC and on Xbox. That's true. Psychonauts? And we got Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in six days on Games Pass. Psychonauts? That's also actually crazy. Psychonauts? Think about all the amazing games we've had we've gotten to play. Give me our... money! <laughs> I want money! Give it to me! God damn it. Fucking love Games Pass. Pick a hole, Microsoft. Pick a fucking hole. I don't think there's a better outro than that. Hell yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so... It's an Xbox title, so you guys know the price. Any X any Xbox like A rated title is uh gonna be sixty bucks on release, so that's what it is. But again, you're only paying for campaign with that sixty bucks. You can't pl play the multiplayer for free um, on any platform. So um, I think it's worth checking out ultimately, but don't be too shocked if there's a lackluster story and uh, it just mo mostly enjoy the gameplay and the gun mechanics and all that stuff, guys. So. With that, I think we will take our little dubstep uh, trap break, and we will come back with you in our second half very shortly. <laughs>
Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are at the second half of the podcast here, and we're going to kick it off with our discussion topics. Uh, Dylan, I believe you had your topic first, so go ahead and kick it off, my guy. Yeah. So, um, talking about like nostalgic topics, right? Or like shit that we've gone back to that we've really enjoyed watching um, video game trailers, right? They're usually like the precedent that's set initially when we talk about games or our hype around them, you know, things like that. And so I wanted to ask the group, what were your, some of your favorite game trailers or something that made you um, really, really hyped on it? And I'll go first because there's a recent one and it was Elden Ring and I win. So there we go. True. I've never seen Elden Ring's commercial. Really? Me either. Yeah. Really? It was super dope. I just know I'm going to play it, so I've never yeah. <laughs> needed to watch a commercial. That's fair. I think that the... And there's a couple of different types of hype, I feel like, and that you can be hyped for a game coming out because it got a trailer, or you can be hyped about like the content of the game because of what the trailer shows, right? Or like so the I implication think, of yeah, the trailer. Absolutely. And, and I think implication was more mine for um elden ring in particular because i think that it was like oh my god i'm just getting into souls games i beat bloodborne i believe i beat uh, dark souls 3 with evan and uh i'm down for another experience like that so i think that that was where my hype came from and also you know it's a really visually stunning game for sure so it had it like played really well um, i'm sorry are you talking about the game or the trailer the trailer, yeah, because it's I was fucking for him gameplay. To say a visually stunning trailer, and he goes, "It's a visually stunning game." I didn't ask you what the fucking game looks like. Okay, all right, stickler. The <laughs> <laughs> the this trailer is stunning because the game looks great. So uh, they had a lot of they had a lot to show. What happens in this trailer? I don't even know. I'm a fucking horses. Uh, I'm top fan, and I don't know anything. Horses, big open spaces, Gaelic shit. Right, we got. Bosses, castles. Gaelic we got, shit. we got George R. R. Martin. We've got dragons. Dude, every time you're saying that, I think you're gonna say Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Martin. Jar Jar Martin. Jar Jar Martinson. All right. So <laughs> that's. Me, the, uh, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't the only one who. Misa loved dragons. One other person. <laughs> Misa really loved dragons. You saw me there, like. <laughs> Like Elden Ring. <laughs> Fuck oh all of God. you. Can't stand any of you. No, so <laughs> they had really cool shit in there and it was awesome. So I'll let someone else go because that was my pick. <laughs> Fucking Johnny. assholes. I want to hear what Johnny has to say. Alright, mine is uh Gears of War Three. The Mad Mad World. Oh, but I hate trailer. that song. So- <laughs> I know, oh, can, you, can you jog my memory on what that one had in it? Mad world. Mad world. The part that I remember is when Dom gets knocked down by a locust, oh, and he's basically accepting that he's gonna die, and then Marcus comes to save him. That one, yeah, that one was like fantastic. And then, but like, because you think that uh, Dom's not, you don't know Dom's gonna die in that one. No, so you're like, expecting to go, like him to go through some hardship or something. And well, Marcus saved him nervous too, because yeah. we were like, yeah. why is Dom acting like this? Because we yeah, were all, exactly. I was nervous when I saw the trailer because I was like, don't do this, Dom. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good uh, yeah. word because you like 
you're giving me warm, fuzzy feelings about remembering us going to Gears of War's like launch night and stuff and being yep. ready for that. <laughs> because yeah, I forgot about that. That's such a interesting way for the marketing department to like telegraph one of the key moments of their game without actually telling you anything about it. Like Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, yeah. There, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm always I've been always into Gears since uh well I, I guess I started in Gears too, but any that's besides the point. That trailer uh, had me hooked for Gears of War 3 I for like sure. The Binding of Isaac's trailer. It was really, really good. Had people and dungeons, and I really liked it. Super good. Make a good, good point. By the way, Binding of Isaac's <laughs> That's right. Diablo 3 had a wonderful trailer when it came out. So, I want to go next. And... I'm going to just do one. I have two, but I'll just do So, Lane, what did you, what's your favorite trailer? Dude, um, honestly, I have no idea what mine is. <laughs> uh, but we just came up with this a couple minutes ago, and <laughs> I don't remember many game trailers, so I'm over here, like, scrambling. Don't tell to them, I, I got, I've got so many in my head right now. This, it's here. insane. Okay, to be clear, we just came up with this topic a couple minutes ago. Because we'll we let Justin go real quick. Like, come on. We, got, we got our shit together a little bit here, guys. Give Shut up. No, we don't. <laughs> just a little bit. I said a little bit. Mine's easy. Bioshock 1. Yep. <clears throat> the, Beautiful. Uh, the, like, Andrew Ryan's little dialogue, like, that excerpt from the bathosphere entrance speech. Where he's saying we all make choices, but in the end our choices make us, and like right as it like that. You kind of see Rapture for the first time, and like there's just that tale of intrigue in and of itself. Because everybody, I think, who saw that trailer at the time was like, what's the city at the bottom of the sea going to be like? That's an interesting concept for a game. You know, we hadn't had something like that yet. And then kind of floating into the city, hearing Andrew Ryan talk, and then as he like finishes his sentences, you get into Jack's first person point of view and he goes through that fight where he tries to pull the little sister out of the tube did who here played burial at sea part one i did yeah i think everybody did did you shine i think i did yeah did you breathe no i just played the the base game okay recommend it burial at sea part one the way booker dies in rapture is like one for one what happens to jack in that like little first intro or first trailer that like built hype for bioshock one way back in 2007 and so there was like this moment 10 years after the fact where i got to play through this thing that got me hooked on the franchise to begin with and it was like a thing i saw on g4 tv and like at e3 back in the day it was like bioshock one was a game that I looked forward to as a kid. That was when I first started understanding what expos were and like hype. And so it was something I waited for for months and that like started that whole process. So like that trailer gave me a lot of memories too. I remember going to the old school game trader in Brighton and seeing it on their small little TV. And I would just watch that trailer constantly. (laughs) They would just overplay. Yeah. That's a, that is a nostalgic word. Yep. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I would remember to sell me a, the, like the 18 and up games when I was like 13, 14. <laughs> Dude, 
Yes, that was like because who you guys all played Bioshock One when it first came out, right? Yeah, I didn't not, play when it first came. Not, out, when it, not when it first came out. It was probably a few months later. Oh, when I saw that trailer at, like I said, at Game Tater, and I saw that Big Daddy drill a hole in that guy's hand and trying to beat it with a wrench, and yeah. I was like, "What is this?" I was and like, "I need himself." To- yes, and then he like sends the bees at it, like the wasp yeah. at it. Oh my god, I'll I'll remember that till the day I die. That trailer. Yes, dude. Like that was. I've never been so hyped for a game as a kid before that moment. Never really looked forward to a release before that moment. And that trailer kicked off that whole process for me. Bioshock, part of the reason it's my favorite franchise of all time is because, like, the hype train leading up to it just enamored me so much. And it was my first ride on one. I never had been on a hype train before that. And the game delivered. And it, like, that just wrote something in my core code as a human, like, changed me. To this day, I think about that quote, we all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us. And it's from that fucking commercial. Like, uh, I'll probably go next. Um, I have multiple, so I hope we can come back and check on them, too, and go back to some of them. But my forever one, of course, is going to be Halo 3. Um, it was the live action one where it shows him first, like as a kid laying there in the cornfields and just saying like, yes. do you ever wonder what's out there? And it shows like a wraith hit him with his helmet knocked off. And they thought like, they're like, I think we lost you this year. Not yet. And he just Dude. like drops the bubble shield, the wraith is, and he sprints right towards the brutes and jumps off. I got chills already thinking about it again. That trailer is like, I watched that. Like millions of times so like, over and over and over again. <laughs> You're just you just triggered the dude. Yeah, you just triggered the nostalgia for me, dude. I remember that so clearly now. That was hands down like the best freaking game trailer I'd ever seen. It I was, have because it like was like a I new have era. Ones, for, but I'll wait for you guys and see what your opinions are on those ones too. But the thing that about one that is one, dude, one. is it was just like a new era for Halo, right? It was still part of the original trilogy, but it was like amped up like and the live action trailer just made it so much sicker like with the bubble shield dude, you just heard the wind just hit it like that weapon just smacking with the bubble dude. and right when the bubble breaks he looks forward and sprints right towards him. it was so sick dude because we the thing is is we've talked about halo 3 like multiple times even in this podcast and i didn't even get nostalgia triggered but that just triggered like all of my nostalgia for fucking halo 3 because everything about that trailer just like Oh, it was uh, Chef's Kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Watching that shot of Chief diving into the field of Covenant by himself. Dude. Yeah. 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 Just, my because, favorite part is when they said, I think we lost him just hearing him. Not yet. Not oh. yet. That yeah, was dude. one of the biggest cultural phenomenons of all time. Oh, and one of down, the dude. first like global ones. Like, realistically, how many times before Halo 3 had that happened where an entire planet like a significant chunk of the humans on it were waiting for just this one fucking thing. Dude, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally true. Because Halo was a literal global phenomenon at that point. Like, oh yeah. You had what poison? Bro, was that like ten year old? There's a like, fucking museum for Halo. Like, no joke. Dude, that's a real yeah. thing. They're making a live action series on Paramount, aren't they, or something like that? <laughs> that one. <laughs> Weren't you so stoked about it last time I'm, we talked about it? I was not stoked about it. No. I swear to God, you said you were looking it's, forward to it. But I'm, I'm happy it's not canon. But we'll go back to trailers because I don't <laughs> want to rant I'm happy about it's that. not canon. I hear he's taking no, his helmet off. 
<laughs> I hear he's taking his helmet off. You'll actually see Chief's face. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> It'll be just some generic white dude. You know, it's like <laughs> he's fucking just like Timothy Oliphant or some shit like that. I hope he has a mustache like that yeah. dude from Rick and Morty. He takes the bucket off his head and he's got a mustache. Like, can you put the helmet back on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because we're not. Oh, he's in an interesting like suit. It's like a hat on a hat, you know? <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. It's... No, dude, that's hands down my favorite of all time for sure. So, you know, hopping on that train. <laughs> so is that your answer to the question or do you have an alternative answer, Shively? Uh I really don't, dude. I really don't remember that many I do I, I was looking at a couple here. Green. Well I was looking at a couple and I remember when I saw the Titanfall trailer for the first time, I was oh. actually super stoked for that one. Yeah. That one was fucking sick. The most oh, cool. heartbreaking thing about the game though was that it literally didn't even have a campaign that showed half of those cinematic fucking sequences. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, I mean, this is cool, and I played the hell out of it for sure. It was fun as hell, but... Oh, yeah. That's definitely, that of, that's definitely a topic as, like, worst game trailers of all time, too. Like, more, more most yeah. misleading. <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a fucking Alien Isolation, you know, and shit like that. Or, like, or Colonial Marines, that was the one. Where it, like, showed a bunch of shit that wasn't in it, and then, like, the graphics <laughs> yeah. were terrible. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. yeah it's still pretty fun. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like super. Kind of thing. I was very Sorry. excited when I saw that trailer, but uh, yeah, no, I was definitely a letdown once the game came out. But the game was still sick because of the multiplayer alone. You guys all played Titanfall, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I it was a beautiful game. I'm sad, dude. It was so died. much fun to play, dude. When it what came about, out, it was so fun. What about Mortal Kombat? I feel like Mortal Kombat's had some really good game trailers. Hang on, fuck I you. I mean, Bree didn't yeah. get to give her individual answer yet. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, fuck me. Okay. We're making our podcast more inclusive, but I'm going to talk over the fucking new member of the podcast. Cutting teeth, man. You got to get used <laughs> to it. <laughs> you got to get used to this shit with Dylan. I'm sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> Not him for a couple years now. Yeah, I'm a garbage man for sure. I'm I'm more talking shit about him than actually saying yeah. anything else. So like I can't for think of a single trailer for anything that I actually like right now. But the only trailer that I've watched recently where I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool, regardless of how the game turned out, was actually the uh, the Battlefield trailer, like the 2042. Oh, true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was a sick trailer. They know how to make their the trailers good, but not their game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it uh, since it's actually come out. I just watched like beta play of that, and it was so. It was, it was like yeah. I'll have to admit the trailer was cool, but even though when yeah. I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'm not gonna play it, dude. <laughs> and yeah, that's why? the thing. That was one that was like you're only buying the multiplayer. There was no campaign for it. Okay. Yeah. That was the big thing. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. A $70 bit. fucking multiplayer game. Yes, yeah, $70 multiplayer ass. game. And there, I don't think there were that many maps even. You or know, you can sign up for one. EA Play, you know, and, have, <laughs> and just fuck you. Fuck you. Well, if you yeah. have Game Pass. Inferior to Game Pass in every way. It's literally <laughs> the top hat for Games Pass. Like, you can't, you can't, no, no. It's just like parasitic sibling that just allows it to live. Right, because it's like here you go. You want a Jedi Fallen Order? Here, here, here you go. Fuck, fuck. Here you go. Have have some Pretty, of that. That was a good game, man. Come EA's on. like we were gonna sponsor this asshole. <laughs> I know. Come on, Dylan. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. So, see, circling back to what he did just come out of his mouth, though, I will 
allow that Mortal Kombat X did have a really that oh the, the Sub Zero trailer and the music yeah, was, one was cool. new. The I music was the really one, good. Yeah, the one that grabbed me was uh, Annihilation, the one that had like all the characters on it that you could play. It wasn't like you couldn't play as Boro or King Toro. They were all in there that you could play. I thought that one was cool. So not, it wasn't Annihilation. It was. I can't remember what it was actually called. But I always liked yeah, the trailers was, for the DLC characters that they added too, because they would yeah, be like these small, really cool yeah, small like vignettes of those characters, and those those were always. Or are neat. those trailers or are those shorts? Because if we're talking about no, shorts, no, no, we got no, Overwatch no, no, to talk about. No, 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 no. I wasn't trying to go down that rabbit hole. I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> I was just saying that it's kind of interesting that they did that for each individual DLC drop because rarely do they ever do that. But, right. you know, because, like, they didn't... I, did they do a Burial at Sea trailer? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. So I guess they do. I can't remember. <laughs> but, uh, no, I definitely think Mortal Kombat has some really good ones because they always show gameplay, too. Like, it's pretty regular in those. Um, I liked Halo Infinite's trailer. Um, it was pretty good. Like, when it came out during the Microsoft exclusive, like, people were pretty hyped yeah. about that. Yeah, I was like, what I think was one of my other ones was uh, Halo Reach was a live-action one where it shows uh, Noble, Noble Team, the guy, uh, Noble Six, running with the pistol trying to make it to the Covenant ship, and it would show him trying to fly up there and it shows cat and everyone trying to defend him i thought that was a really cool live action trailer as well yeah emphasis on trying <laughs> yeah mortal Kombat that i was thinking was armageddon not annihilation annihilation's the shitty movie isn't it yeah that yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. test your oh, might does anybody else have any proper runner-ups for this category i have one i also have one I have another. Right, go first. I think I have one. I'll chuck one. Not out. really that I can think of. Doom Eternal's launch trailer is probably the best marketing for a video game, in my opinion, I've ever. Was that the one with the angry moms? So no, uh, but that is another one of my. That's Dead Space. Yeah, that's, 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 oh, that's, yeah, that's another yeah, yeah. one. Got it. But no, Doom Eternal's launch trailer. It's it's just like the music. It's got Doom music to it. So like there's this like beautiful build up before the actual heavy metal starts that really gets me going. It's got some interesting like one liners in it talking about the doom guy. Like I, there's this one part where the lady who plays like God in the game is like there's but one dominant life force in this universe and it carries a steel barreled sword of vengeance. Like shit like that like really gets me going. And there's like one shot at hardcore. the very end of the fucking there's like one shot at the end just, where just like throbbing right there. One hundred percent. Like I'm starting to get like I I'm going from like six to nine o'clock right there. Dude is bricked up. Just and then okay. the pants rip off, the belt tears open. <laughs> When he like deploys his sword while he's like standing on the top of pile of demon bodies at the end of it and shit, yeah. and, like heavy metal drop with it, and like it's yeah, like Doom trailers are like a different level because of the music. Like, that's, that's very true. Really Dude, that, the Doom games in general are different level because of their music. Man. Yeah, <laughs> give me my own boss music. That's what I want in life. That's <laughs> just you like going to negotiate your salary, and then there's just this huge drop. <laughs> Just give the man whatever he wants. Get him out of my office. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does this every time he needs to ask anything. Came in here to ask for one day off to go to his niece's birthday party. Started playing He's been standing on it. I don't know what happened. They're not even humans. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally right with the Doom trailers, dude. Those ones are fucking sick. The... But yeah, Dead Space was gonna be my runner up. Dude, Dead yeah, Space was, was great. They they <laughs> the cage commercial, right? Is that what yes. you are talking mm-hmm. about? And they also did this thing where like when Dead Space came out um in popular culture there was like a total craze about violent video games and it was coming yes. off the era of it like was like tri- right like in, triple x it was like, right where triple it was like right in the peak of just yep. like video games cause school shootings yes like, yeah <laughs> do you guys remember the movie vin diesel did triple x about oh you know, dude i just watched the, it a few weeks yeah ago. the fucking Amazing. politician <laughs> that's trying to lobby <laughs> against video movies. games yeah yep. yeah, yeah. Like the guy you know, with car crashes. Yes, that one where he <laughs> flies it off the cliff for no reason and parachutes off. He's just like, yeah, yeah, dude. don't fuck with my video games, man. <laughs> All right, so like that was the time when that you know trailer was coming out at the tail end of that. Yeah, and I think that it was fucking brilliant because there were people our age and older that were watching that and being like, that's fucking hilarious, right? Like, oh, I want to yeah, play dude. that. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. Dude. My uh, runner-up was uh, Resident Evil 7. Yes. That was did. a great, great trailer. Made you feel yeah, really creepy. Starts with, like the TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah. 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 I kind of like. Go ahead. That trailer, it to me, is fantastic because it details literally basically everything about the game, but in a non-spoilerific way that just intrigues you about what the fuck is this journey. Just a lot of crazy shit, man. Yeah. 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 Like, Um, if you're like an Uber nerd who makes YouTube videos for a living, you could probably tie that shit together, but I ain't, so I don't got to worry about it. I I love a lot of Resident Evil trailers, though, just to be honest, because there's a lot of intrigue in those games, but that one in particular. Yeah was one that really stuck out to me. Um, and, and you've then, got Mia talking to you, yep. or the other gal, throughout, yep. like... And then, after that, they put out fucking gameplay of that game, and it was yeah. a table scene with the dad. And the yes. Dad, and you're Not just like, the, yeah. okay, I guess I'm fucking in. This is crazy, alright? So you're, like, Dude. primed for it, right? And then they're like, here, let's just take <sighs> your expectations and blow them out of the water. Right, and so it's you know I think that that's a pretty cool way to do a trailer in a more modern man setting. that game in general, Justin. I remember when you were first playing through that game, and I was just like watching you play through it because it was so fucking good and just crazy. Like that and game I like is- needed you in the room, or else it was like. <laughs> I would have had to play it in like like how I played Dead Space Two in like thirty minute increments before I'm like <laughs> I get too stressed and I'm like I gotta go do something else for a minute. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, uh, I I played that game in VR. I do. I when oh, I heard that game come out in VR, I was like, "That's fucking insane, man!" Fuck very, very often, I had to get off because I was nauseous. <laughs> I bet that game is crazy. Wait, like VR nauseous or like? It was like a little bit of both. Healthy like... mix. <laughs> yeah, you're not all, you're not only like fucking nauseous because of motion sickness, but also all of the shit it's presenting you. When it comes to like right here, right in your face. Yeah, when it forces shit into your face, you're just like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm done. 
Like when yeah. Jack shoots his fucking skull off right in like front of you and stuff like that. I bet that's pretty intense. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Or the cop getting his like, fucking, the shovel put through his skull. You get in chainsawed. Yeah. When Mia just... has like the knife like the first time you see her like change. Yeah. And you like yeah. snap to the hand. Yeah, like losing, Whoa, the, no, no, losing no, your no. arm and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Dude. Never mind. That has nothing to do with anything. I was going to get into major spoilers for Resident Evil 8. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, anybody else have honorable mentions? Because I found a couple over here that are sound and true. Yeah, I really liked uh, Dead or Life 4 Beach Volleyball trailer. Yes. <laughs> yes, Kyle. Yes. Now we're getting into the juicy bits. Yeah. So uh, I went to the pawn shop and I saw the title of this game. Uh, before like I saw the cover of it, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool," because I was really into like horror games and stuff at the time. And then the lady handed me the CD, and I see like the picture on it, and I was like, "This is not at all what the fuck I thought it was." <laughs> oh yeah, I played the shit out of That's Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, bro. They had Hell, yeah, it was a Hell, fucking yeah. great game. The volleyball mechanics were garbage, but everything else around <laughs> it was fantastic. Just the anyone about volleyball, bro? Jiggle physics. Out the wazoo. <laughs> just just uh, stupid. I'd have to say the only other game for me, and it's of course beneficial. For, I don't know if you guys have watched but the Batman Arkham Knight trailer. I was going to ask you, was, because I was, was like... That was very, very beautiful. Yeah, I'm very surprised that it wasn't like a favorite pick for you as like a Batman game. Not Oh, no, Halo 3 was uh, for sure. one that That's will forever live pick. down for me. That's the... Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. um. I'm interested that Johnny went with Gears 3 instead of Gears 1. The, I thought uh, so, too, because I was going to yeah. pick that one, too. I was like, who wouldn't want to hear that Mad World song? And then well, yeah. well, you got to remember the window scene, the scarab looking right down at him. That's the thing. I mean, the shot of Marcus, like, diving through the window and then looking up and its eyes lighting up is, like, uh, that's in there. I could have dementia and be yeah. fucking dying and not remember your names, but I would remember what that shot looks like. Yeah, but I, I remember I started on Gears of War 2. I didn't get into Gears of War until Gears of War 2, because the only reason I got into Gears of War was, I think, because of you and Dylan, honestly. Uh, yeah. Makes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would make That's sense. That's fair. So and I take responsibility for this big the hard carry of the party. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. I have another honorable mention that I just thought about, and I don't know if anybody's seen this, but Lollipop Chainsaw. Do you remember that? Okay. that game yeah, I, remember, I, do, do I remember that one. I actually went I to saw, the Midnight I saw Release. saw G4. Yep. I went to the Midnight Release for that. It's a total like shit show of a game. It's really fun, but it's definitely you went like to the midnight release of this I game. I did go to the midnight release of Lollipop Chainsaw. Isn't it something that you think I would do? Okay, yeah, like doesn't that just it's just like, character fit, right? If you're like, let me pick some places that Dylan's gonna go, right? It's like. It's like well, let me think. <laughs> Waifu with the chainsaw yeah. game release. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I got one for me, Johnny and Kyle. Borderlands 2's dubstep trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I forgot still, about that. I can still hear that song in my head. Like, damn, I, remember, I forgot. I remember about us that. watching that in the car on the way to the like. Yeah. Oh, repeat. Game? Sorry, I missed that. I was just enamored by. Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot going on. Yeah. 
See, well, no, he, he, like, he, he gets no, it. No he gets one, it. No See? Gonna, like, I get it. I get it. She did this over. thing where if, if you pan the camera under to see her penis, no, she, she covered him up. She She's like, don't do that. That was like the third picture on Google Images. 18 year old Dylan's like, you fucking cock tease. Get out of here. What is wrong with you? Why would you even make a game like this if you're not going to let me do that? You Dill got me. Dill gave me a good taste at those type of games. Dill got me falling in love with Bayonetta. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah fucking, yeah. fucking hair physics, bro. Yeah, all day. This is the waifu list. This is the commercial list. Yeah, that's true. That'll be my next. Uh, that'll be our next topic. I'm gonna put on there. So, so many waifus, motherfucker! You have literally already done that topic. We're doing it again. I have more to say. <laughs> Round two. There's lots of discussion on this topic. Let's be real. The waifus reboot every couple years, except for the weapon, because she's not wearing the fucking hey. bodysuit. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. There you go. True. Listen, if I can't see Cortana's ass, is she really Cortana? No. <laughs> I don't know about all that shit. I'll just straight up answer that question for you. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely, that's not what that is. <clears throat> So I um I've never seen this trailer. I would like to say, but the only reason I'm bringing it up what? is because it sounds crazy, and because it is. I think it's uh was DLC for one of the games. It's really Chainsaw. <laughs> you got it. Let's Lollipop talk about it. <laughs> no, so it's uh it's the trailer for Control, the oldest the oldest house. And Control was one of the games we did, I don't know, it was probably almost a year ago at this point, but it was a really big hit on the podcast, and it was the first one that I did watch completely on YouTube. So it was the only one I ever watched completely on YouTube, to be fair. I think that was the only one. I agree with Kyle's so, boo, and I second that. I second that yeah, boo. You missed a couple day, hours on each of I triple that boo because you missed out on one of the best games I've ever played. Dude, I really know. Did. That's why I watched the fucking gameplay because I played like a couple hours and I was super into it. I just couldn't find the time to do it. So I just put on like the, the fucking, yeah, the run through, I guess, while I was working and just kind of did it like that instead. I wanted to play that game, but I still have it downloaded because I want to go back to it. Um, but anyway, I everybody to go back and play those DLCs. Yeah, so The Oldest House. It's for The Oldest House. Let me just read this to you because it just sounds pretty fucking cool. It takes a special kind of courage to make a trailer for your new IP and completely refuse to show any part of the game itself. I'm not talking CG trailer fakery. Control's world trailer is narrated by a character who dies in the intro, never shows the actual protagonist, and doesn't give a hint as to what you actually do in the game. That's because this is better and smarter. The game's director has said the trailer was designed like a nature documentary, and I can't think of a better way to put it. The Oldest House shows us Control's bizarro, brutalist aesthetic, offers a hint of compulsively fascinating backstory, gives us glimpses of its horrors, but crucially never shows us the player's part in messing it all up. That's as much of a mystery as the house itself, a self-reflexive little hint to how Control keeps you interested. As soon as I saw it, I wanted to find out what I gotta do in this place. It's a trailer doing its job. So, sounds like a really fucking sick trailer. Anyways, and I know that those games were just dope in general, and Justin, you ended up, you played The Oldest House, didn't you? Yeah, 100%ed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I just know there were big hits, and I, yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. But anyways, I think we can probably move on to our next topic from there. Um, Favorite waifu, lollipop chainsaw, <laughs> better live extreme beach volleyball. Okay, <laughs> shut up. We didn't, we didn't do it, we didn't do a list with this one. Like, oh, that's kind of what I feel like we kind of were doing that. 
honestly. Dylan was looking at a list I know for sure when he yeah. was given his, and I just okay. pulled that one off a list. So, um, yeah. So I think Justin, your topic was next. What you got, man? That's a good question. I'm pretty sure that I was curious. What is the most fun that you guys have had playing a game in a way that it wasn't designed to be played? And I'm going to start my topic because I want to like set some context for what I'm kind of talking about here. I know the reason I think about, about this at all is because every time I watch like most iconic video game glitches of all time on YouTube, like a top <laughs> 10 video or some shit, they never bring up Halo 2 fucking super bounces. Dude, that's a, that was going to be mine 100%. That's like the most obvious choice, right? Yeah. Like, Dude, easily, I used to be able crazy. to spend hours of my life just running around in Halo 2, yes. practicing super bounces on maps, yeah. so that when I played multiplayer with friends, I could <laughs> nail them on the first try and exactly. get out of the map and snipe your bitch ass. Exactly, dude. Fucking, I would literally load up the custom matches with my buddies, and we would just fucking practice those things. We'd fucking glitching out of the map, doing yes. the super bounces, all of that shit. Halo it, 2 and Halo 3, honestly, because Halo 3 had all that shit too still, or at least some of it. It, part of, like, the reason this concept interests me is because, like, with Halo 2 specifically, there were so many, like, interesting little glitches you could do that had slight effects on the gameplay, but didn't really change a lot. Didn't break it. <laughs> and, like, in Halo 3, and every shooter I've ever played since, like, they've got this out-of-the-map, like, death counter that you got a 10-second fucking countdown before you're just gonna die because yeah. you happen to try to explore a little bit too much. And I don't... I don't appreciate how every game since has changed that dynamic. Like, I loved that they just left that shit in because they had no choice. There wasn't updates back then, and so they couldn't yeah. hatch it out. I want to be able to super bounce in modern shooters. I don't care about fairness. I'm playing a fucking video game here. If I want... Right. That's that fucking... That what was it? And, uh, was Justin it sword glitching? Sword glitching, yeah. Where you dude, you fucking just go up a fucking wall with your buddy? Yeah. Dude, better not fuck that up, though. Cause your buddy... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kyle, what were you saying? Yeah. I just follow your what you've always said. Like, every time, I'm here to win, not to play fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was just such an interesting thing that, like... Dude, it was so... There was just... And there were so many little things. Like, yeah, you could super bounce. You could find a way to, like, explode yourself and double bounce out of the fucking map. You could sword glitch yourself up a fucking wall once you get out of the map with your buddies and get all the way up the fucking top of this thing. You could rocket glitch. I even I forget what rocket glitching even was, but it was a thing. I remember that. Where you could, like, just, cancel the rockets, like... Yeah, rocket canceling. That's what it was yeah. called. Yeah, it was sword canceling and rocket canceling. That's what it was called. Well, I remember explicitly, like, Dylan, Kyle, and I, as kids, playing on that map in Halo 2 that was, like, the alleyway map with the crashed uh, scarab tank. Oh, and yeah. there were multiple sections on that map where you could, like, butterfly jump mm -hmm. up to get out of the map and, like, go fuck around in separate sections and stuff. And I remember you two, like, showing me that kind of stuff, and it was just, like, one of the funnest times I've had playing a game where we weren't doing anything, we weren't trying to kill anybody, but it, we were having fun just, like breaking the map that they had designed and it's always killed me that ever since then they've like crushed that creativity because of the name of fairness of a shooter because some people take fucking their kd yeah. serious because fuck fun right guys because <laughs> <laughs> some people are you know in the game instead of play it and you used to be able to i was on coagulation you could like uh either get the scarab or the banshee or something you could glitch it out of the map too that thing in uh Halo 3, where you can be inside a trash can and make it fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the dumpster. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah, need uh, two people to be in the corner and just press A as fast as you can. You just you, know, you wouldn't see where you're going. The other the third person would see like where you're flying off to. I remember watching you and Dylan do that too. Yep. It, it was so funny. <laughs> I actually I want to hear Dylan's answer to this next because I'm pretty sure I know what it is and it's also interesting. I don't know if you'll know what it is. Actually, <laughs> well, my first thought was kind of weird. Tony Hawk's Underground, too. Okay. Um, and it was because you True. could get out of the map in that game. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. also ride around on the skateboard. You could. It was one of the first games I think you could hop off the skateboard. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it allowed you to like glitch out of these maps. Or like if you're grinding a rail, I remember doing it specifically on the... Um, there was a map where you could go on the roofs of buildings and they had these massive dips in them like that worked like bowls, right? Yeah. And you could hop off on that and then like grind on a rail to its termination and get out of the map, which was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. And it's also like pinnacle game time for me, you know, because I was like that age yeah. and spending a lot of time playing games. And um, <clears throat> what was your one that you thought I would say? Because I'm interested. What the fuck was the thing that you used to do in CS:GO that you would just show me for hours? <laughs> oh, like wall hacking and shit, or like? Yeah. Oh shit! You no, sorry, not wall, wall hacking. It was um, I did wall hack in CS:GO. It was surfing. <laughs> it, surfing. 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 You used to show me like surfing maps where yes. you would just like. Oh yeah. yeah. So what I they did was they made these tracks. It's like a early. GTA 5 concept, right, where they made these tracks with these pointed, you know, t- uh, geometry, and it would just go like a like a rail or a track, right? And if you yeah. pressed right and then forward, you would run really fast along this track, and then you could do jumps and shit off of it, and people would build obstacle courses and just, yeah. It was like a You're right. line rider. That's yep. cool. Yeah, it was a line rider, and I... Sp- there were servers that were dedicated, like people paid money to host yeah. servers back in the day to dedicate to that. And it was just cool. fucking insane. You're right. That's also, that's probably number one and I forgot about it. But, because you would you know, go so fast that you were like breaking the physics engines of the game yeah. and you're like, was it was the same like visual, like pleasing effect that Line Rider has where you're like following this like track and watching it go. Or if you've seen any of those like physics engine test games with cars where... You're driving a car at high speeds and it's passing through this interesting landscape making crazy jumps. Like yeah. it was the two thousand and five version of that where <laughs> I'm like cool. watching Dylan just like move his like sprite <laughs> as fast as he can along this crazy ass track. And if you miss time your jumps and shit, you fall off. Like it was like this whole obstacle course component. Hell yeah. like, so I think Tony Hawk is too. To Tony Hawk though, real quick, I used to do this little glitch. It was a it was a trick where you would jump on top of a fire hydrant and then spin, but you yes. could do it just right where you could get enough momentum that it would just go infinitely. So I I mostly played Tony Hawk on my PSP, right? So I would just fucking like do that shit and then just like set my PSP down and then like go do other shit and come back and I'd farmed like a million fucking points or some shit. <laughs> so you like and the trick is like without cheats max the point yeah yeah no i did yeah just that you do it just right and you get the momentum on the spin just right you it literally just fucking goes and just like okay (laughs) is that yours like just full stop like just maxing tony hawk pro skater high scores i mean i think so because my other one was gonna be like halo 2 and halo 3 so i'll go with that you know because yeah hands down that's the fucking best (laughs) that's the trump card on halo on 
doing shit as it's not intended. I want to hear Johnny's next because he's the only one I have a guess for. He's the only other person I have a guess for. Oh, I don't, I don't think you get it. I mean, it's it's kind of in the same vein as Dylan's, but it was. Uh, I think the game was called Skate. And, oh, uh, Skate. Yeah, that, you also could hop off your board or whatever. You could throw it into like benches and stuff, and the benches would fly around. All that. I thought that was fucking funny as fuck. There was like uh, in that game. Like, there's people, like, riding on boards around you, too, and yeah, you can fuck with them, too. So it's basically like a swing set glitch, but in skate, it sounds like? Like GTA basically. swing set glitch? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you could, like, um, there, there was one where you could, like, just throw it into somebody, and it would get stuck. You could throw your board into somebody, and it gets stuck in their body and just make them fly around the map, too. <laughs> like, and then you can recall it, and then their body would drop to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking like Thor's skateboard on this fucking thing. yeah basically <laughs> you know, the He's fucking saying. board <laughs> I have a fun one really quick that's super quick All right. Uh, Gears of War 1 multiplayer glitches where you could like stop and spin I was gonna say that hey that's Kyle's and let him talk about it jerk yeah, I was gonna say Gears of War with a uh, Kung Fu Flip or the Roadie Runs. Yeah. Um, Kung Fu Flip great. was the most fucked up thing to do because if you were playing Execution on that, um, what's that map? Fuel Station. You could just hop the fence and hide in a corner, and they have to try and find you, and then you would be able to just kill that person who's trying to find you inside that map glitch where it shows like the rock in the way, so they don't really see where you're coming from, so that yeah. you could just kill them instantly. And then the- you could kind of, you could kind of do that in Gears of War too, but. At least they have like the ink grenades. Gears of War Two, so you can throw them through walls and they can kill them. That's Maybe how I got War through that. Had some breaking ass glitches in. They it. did. <laughs> I, love, I love the the weapon pickup glitch where you yeah, can just where you can get slide, in the cover right away. Slide yep. pickup. Yep. Well, and what was crazy about those glitches, right, is some of them became actual multiplayer components. Like, yeah, they're, if they're, you're they're, playing they're canals. Yes. Yeah, the weapon slide is still in Gears Ultimate. You're getting your head blown off every fucking time. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, in Canals, you're like going for a sniper rifle on opposing sides of the map. If you didn't slide, you're getting fucking nailed. And people who yep. slid were waiting for people who didn't know how to do it, and they're like, all right, yeah. pick it the yep. fuck up. Pick it the fuck up. You won't. Like, you know, that kind of shit. Any hesitation on picking up the sniper, you knew that person didn't know about the slide, and you were just waiting for that head to pop up. <laughs> Damn. Because that was my that was my guess for you. I couldn't remember if you ever learned how to crab walk. I no crab walk. No, I didn't. Because that was I like knew, I knew, yeah, I knew kung fu flip and then the the weapon slide. That's basically it. The crab walk was the most stupidest one because it just looked like they were just running normal. And the and fucking yeah. the, glitchers, the glitchers started to come where they like hold the shotgun like this while running toward you. Yeah, that's right. my favorite. <laughs> With the shotgun sticking right up on their head. My favorite one, and it was just a minor one, was like fucking spinning around and curb stopping someone's head and being yeah, looking from the like other direction. Too. Like you're like looking away from them and they pop their fucking head. <laughs> or head still pops. or yeah. the fucking smoke grenade where you could swing oh, and yeah. then pop their head yeah, with that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the most satisfying execution ever. You would just swirl like, it around him. And- <laughs> I love to do like a good slider. Uh, like curb that's stomp. What I was, that's what I always did too. Like a weapon slide, but a curb stomp slide. That's yeah, what I literally like did. Like six feet away and you stomp the ground and their head explodes. Like. Yep. <laughs> Bree, did you have any like 
Do you have any like favorite glitch of all time or anything like this? Yeah, mine's not so much of a a glitch, but in the sense of just like playing it the way it's not intended is like a for like multiplayer shooters, I really enjoy making friends with my enemies and trying to convince them not to kill me on sight. <laughs> yeah. so, I hate you. Sat- you're, you're an ass. Just, to, uh, you're an ass. Uh, just like I'm never... be friends with you. I'm That's never sure what to do with people like you in a multiplayer yep. game. Right? I'm always noticed. deciding when I'm going to betray you. If you're ever off the enemy team, you instantly. <laughs> so like you said, I, I've never, like... I've never betrayed somebody like that. I was like, all right, you trust me. I'm I'm not going to. Because I, I love it when people do it back to me. You That's know? what and a traitor would I'm say. I'm going to feel bad if I'm just going <laughs> to betray him every time. Fucking enemy spy. That's what that is. He's on the other team. It's like if we're like playing in Fortnite, like the solos, and you just team up yeah. with another person. Then... Yeah, yeah, that bastard. <laughs> and then like everybody you kill is like, they're working together. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really like that. Breeze just reminded me of one for both of us that probably is the real answer. What's that? Killing our entire family oh, yeah. team in Gears of War. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, no, because we would just be like, and to be honest, we were good enough to hold an entire team. That's so yeah. We would kill our entire <laughs> team out the gate. These motherfuckers. Yeah. Yep. That's so fucked. <laughs> that is so fucked up. We, literally, like you'd get stuck in a game with us. We're like, we're like, you gonna be watching the whole time, motherfucker. And like, that is so rude. In and like your teammates fight with you because like they know it's gonna happen. But, like, <laughs> yeah. They keep losing and like you get to the third fucking round of this shit. And, like they're just watching <laughs> you guys play the game. <laughs> I remember it was like so annoying, probably for whoever's on the other end. Oh, Don't I would just consistently the second we knew family fire was on, we were like, we're killing these motherfuckers, right? Oh my god! <laughs> I would have left if it went two rounds in a row, <laughs> dude. We would we were <laughs> bad about sure. it, like because we had strategies for like where to jump on like spawn where people weren't going to be shooting and shit. Like, no, I know. I watched you guys do it a couple times when I went over. <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god. One of my funnest gaming memories of all time is the game where you and I were doing that, but then we were also killing each other. And it was the one where I clutched I, I we killed our teammates and then I killed you and I was proud of that because Dylan was really good at Gears One. So even that he was better than I was at Gears One. I was stoked from there. And then I managed to clutch the round 1v4 after that. It's like one of the proudest gaming moments I've ever had in my life. Like, <laughs> making Dylan watch me win this round. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and watch me do this shit. It was a proud dad moment, too. You know, most of the time I was upset. He's like, so bitch, like, he did like, it. Man, he fucking Usually did he would smoke me if we tried doing shit like that, and I would have to watch him. <laughs> Dude, I'm remembering, I'm like now remembering how crazy and fucked up Halo 2 was because there were like insane hacks people would do in the game too. Be playing online and some motherfucker's running around shooting sticky grenades out of his fucking gun or some shit. And like, or like tanks, like dude, they would mod it to literally shoot tanks out of their pistol or something insane like that. And it's just like, what the, and the crazy thing about that, it wasn't even PC gameplay for fucking Halo 2. It was fucking, there was no crossplay. That shit was all on Xbox, man. Like people, that's hey, like, somebody who like gone in and modified their hard drive. Like, yeah. Do you remember, um, what was that, Dungeon Defenders? 
Was that the game? Oh yeah, you yeah. modded the hell out of my wife. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I showed like we, Kyle showed me this game, and we played it, and it was fun. And I was like, I'm gonna break this. And so I was one of those people that had like a laptop and I had just like loaded a bunch of hacked shit on there. And that game allowed you to give shit to other players, which was pretty cool as long as they were in yeah. your map. So like Kyle comes on, I'm like, do you want a glowing pet and this thing that does like a million and a half damage? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do. Give me that shit. <laughs> we, we beat that game so fucking quick because they would just make any weapon you wanted. It was great. I'm like, it shoots fire and ice and bullets, and it does a million damage. Are you cool with that? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, give me that shit, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I remember that game. And and it was that funny was because then Kyle got it, and then a bunch of his friends were like, hey. Yeah, you they were milking off of it. Could you mess it? It's like, do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you have him like load up a weapon? I want to. I want a pet. I want a big lizard, but I want it to glow purple and like that kind of shit. I was like, "All right, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this." That's a that's a whole different story for Dylan though, because I've been doing that shit for a very long time. Like save editing yeah. games and stuff like that. That was I've been doing that for forever. As soon as I got bored with a game, I'd save edit that game and <laughs> just annihilate it. Final Fantasies are good for that. Right, it's like a Dude, RPG. The, the funniest ones are like, or not the funniest, but some of the funny ones I've seen are like on uh, Skyrim, where they make the dragons Thomas the fucking choo choo train. Have you seen? Like have you <laughs> seen the it's recent hilarious. one where they launched the uh, God of War PS4 game on PC, and they're reskinning they, they them as like, like a Grand Theft Auto characters and shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> and they got Kratos, and he's got this giant like three times yes, head. It's just yeah. like wiggling around like a bobblehead. Dude. I love yeah. that. I'm a big fan. I see of that. It's like release God of War on PC. They said. <laughs> that shit's funny, dude. Anybody else have any hilarious, just like game breaking glitches or things like that? I can't think of any, to be honest. Skyrim was the only one I could think of, like as an afterthought. But I know Dylan used to love griefing. That's not a game-breaking, like. Oh yeah, it is when I'm doing it, for sure. You don't want to do. You don't want to play anymore. Like yeah, that's, at all. that's okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of griefing for sure. That's a spirit. I'm thinking about Rainbow that's Six not... Siege particularly. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Rainbow Six Siege, if you understand the mechanics of that game, it is super easy to grief your own team. Like, 100%. Or even, like, griefing opponents, too. But my favorite shit is, like, bringing in... There's this guy, his name's Mute, and he brings in a piece of equipment that's, like, a signal jammer, right? But it jams fucking everything. Like, it doesn't just jam enemy shit. It jams your shit too so like i would set that shit down by people's equipment and like just leave it <laughs> they're like why does this shit work I'm like, yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i remember i used to play so the first shooter i ever fucking played was like 007 nightfire on ps2 and um that game was awesome dude i fucking love that game i played the sh- absolute shit out of it um but I would only ever really like play multiplayer with just like friends like locally like you know on my PS2 and um, there was you could like customize like the matches 
as far as like what gadgets you could use because you know it's 007 so he's got like some gadgets and shit so i i would usually just put everything on like proximity mines like fucking time mines it's like, like playing know, proximity mines. and golden gun and gold knife yeah like yeah, when yeah. you do that but yeah. they also there was a grapple in that game that you could use and the thing with the grapple is there was no like range limiter or like timing limiter so i would literally just fucking grapple around like fucking spider-man to the point where they're just shooting at me running out of ammo land on a roof and then just fucking kill him real quick and then i do the same fucking shit over and over and they didn't know i wouldn't tell them how to use the fucking grapple because it was like a super obscure control that you had to like fuck around with the fucking controller to figure out and it's like like how the fuck are you doing that i was like yeah just figure it out bro just like... <laughs> It's not you a bet. glitch, but one of my favorite things to make people's life miserable when we played Smite was to buy skins with annoying callouts. Oh, um, yeah. And then just spam the fuck. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't tell you DJ no. Giannis, yeah. DJ Giannis. Yep. Because <laughs> I think that's a different angle to this question that's totally valid. I know that Kyle and Johnny both love running around as McCree going, easy, easy, easy. For sure, right? Just totally spamming that fucking. That's true. Just making it toxic. I spammed spam somebody. We spammed yeah. too many voice lines in that game. And you could yeah. also in Smite, you had these lines where it was like it was meant to be tactical, right? But you could There's put like you, you rock, cancel that. You rock, yeah. cancel that. <laughs> just like over and over and over again. <laughs> it's just fucked. It's just that. that's hilarious. He just knew right away that that person was like, oh no, they're actually pissed off at me right now. I had this fucking <laughs> DJ character in that game. It was his name was Giannis. It's like a, a Greek god because it's a pantheon of gods in that game. And he's a yeah. DJ, but he does this stupid call-out where he's like, give it up for DJ Giannis, right? And I just would, like, hit that fucking over and over and over again. <laughs> give, it up, give, 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 give it up, give it up, give it up, DJ Giannis. There's this one that uh, my buddy Austin had. It was an Amaterasu skin, and it was dressed as a maid. And so she would just, on, he would just on high, just always go, Sigui, Sigui. So I was like, just always just made her moan like crazy. I was like, you're probably making those poor little kids have their TV over their mom's like, what are you playing right now? Dude, I have, I have an unofficial answer for Nick. Okay. Battle Mercy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Some or battle Moira. No, you yeah, Moira. Yeah, yeah he doesn't Moira. fucking he doesn't heal with Moira. <laughs> That's true. That's hilarious. He just fucking, doesn't heal. Fucking <laughs> asshole. I get so pissed at her blorb. They, That's hilarious. That's one thing to just have everybody on your team be hard-headed and not want to play a healer. It's another for someone to play a healer and just not fucking heal anybody. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he strictly plays heals. Like they'll He's like really talk shit to Nick about the fact that he doesn't fucking heal when he that's plays. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. And he'll, All he'll like, we're like, oh look, another purple orb. Yeah. <laughs> you'll defend him. Like, there goes a purple orb right next to me. <laughs> that's funny. I remember one time it was like the only time I ever logged in to like play Rocket League online, just because I said fuck it and I was bored and I wanted to do something. And I just got really annoyed because I wasn't good or anything after a while, and I just started blowing everybody's cars up. Just like the rest of the match, just every time I had the opportunity, I just blew someone's fucking car. I just boosted into him and blew him up. 
Oh, what, know, is that, what is that called hard. in hockey? Being a goon? Like yeah, you're literally yeah. just the yeah. goon of the fucking rocket squad? I was squad. brutalizing, just yeah. bullying these. I was like, I, don't, I can't fucking hit the ball in the fucking goal, but I can speed my car and boost my shit into your car and blow you up, dude. It's over and over. You made some teenagers super upset that day. Oh, I guarantee oh, that. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I think we can move on to our next topic there, unless anybody has any other honorable mentions for that one. I think we got 30 minutes yeah, left. I think I got one more topic yeah. left in me. All right, so this one's mine, and it is best multiplayer maps of all time. I'm sure we all have a... a Canals, done. Here. Next. Yeah, I was going to say Canals for sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> dude, my mind immediately goes to like Halo Two and uh, Modern Warfare uh, Two and Three. So like Zanzibar and Lockout on Halo Two. Fucking uh, what's it called in uh, Halo Three? It's basically Zanzibar, but uh, Valhalla. Oh, that was good. I like Valhalla. And then Valhalla is also sick. Yeah, um, I like the pit in Halo Three. I love that fucking map. But that was like the like it, it was like in like a warehouse almost. It was almost like a like a training ground or something. Though. Yeah. That was the like one where a, they would play like zombies on, right? Yeah. They would play zombies on the pit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People or they did this one that I really liked where it was uh I think it was it was basically terrorist hunt. Where yeah. like one one people would be holding oh crack house is what they called it yeah. where they would where they would have like people holding up in the center area and then mm-hmm. you'd have to come in as SWAT and like try and kill them and turn them over yeah that was yeah th- that map was a lot of fun and very um like custom game playable like yeah, there yeah. was a lot you could do with that that's why I like Last Resort I just feel like I had I Last Resort is hands down the map I fucked with like forged with like the most and like glitching and like trying to get out of the map on uh, last resort uh, all the fucking time and uh, whatever it's called halo 2 zanzibar um as far as modern warfare 2 goes though well uh, terminal you know this guy gets all the best maps i get them i get it. it's my turn what's the one with the big no, satellite no, to be fish fair, in the middle i'll stop there Oh, what is that? That was Modern Warfare 3. That's uh, I did Dome. like that one. Yeah, Dome was cool. Dome was sick. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll yield here. I'll yield. I'll yield. Someone else go. Nuke fucking town. Oh, hell yeah. Good one. Yep. Good one. That was a good map. That's the marquee answer for me. I've never had more fun. Dude, 100%. That is, that's, a, that's all you need to say. Um... That's a classic fucking map, dude. And for the record, you actually took both of my answers in your answer. I like I went did. to Google because I was like, fuck, I don't know. And the first thing I saw was Nuketown, and I was like, oh, never mind. What the hell is that? You thinking? took my what, what, what were your answers? What were your answers, Justin? Lockout. Yep, classic. Yeah. And then whatever you said before Lockout. I think Lockout was the first one I Zanzibar. said. Zanzibar. Zanzibar was the other one. It might have been after, uh, but it was from... One of the other. Oh, canals. Uh-huh. It was Dylan. Oh, canals was Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Canals. That was Bree. Where were yours, Bree? Uh, mine was Newtown. Newtown, yeah. yeah. New- Dude, that one is just so classic. It's such a good map. To the point where they added it to like every subsequent Call yeah. of Duty game after that. Yeah. What that's it's cool is that the variants on it though too, like the what was it, like the old fifties version or whatever, and then like the old the like the graffitied up like paintball almost version or whatever yeah. it was like. Dude, like the yeah. 
That's yeah, the thing. Dude. It never loses its charm because it has that like Vogue aesthetic from like the fifties that like everybody already yeah. can just appreciate. Like there's something about that old school style that is just kind of visually appealing. It's like one for sure. Like, rewatching yeah, the yeah. first couple episodes. And so like there's that to it. There's the nuke aspect to it that like the thing always blows up and it's fun to watch. And like the pace of play, like unless yeah. you are specifically a slow place slow pace human being or like somebody who appreciates that i'm somebody who's always trying to hit the gas dude no that map that like that is the that is one of the best like just paced maps of all time like consistently always me, it is yeah. just yeah, yeah it is hands down like some of the best paced fucking gameplay you'll get out of call of duty because yep. it's got just enough distance to where you can like make a move, go somewhere else, and figure it out. But it's also just tiny enough that if you take the random, same route, you'll get grenades. you'll get fucking hit every time. Random grenades, you can get, yeah, dude. They you like get, work, but they don't work every time. You used to and be able to like tomahawk like, people too on that map mm-hmm. from like the yeah, other side. Yeah, and of usually the map. on small maps, you can't really find a place to like camp out if you want to. But even on Nuketown, you can camp in the bedrooms a little bit. Like it's literally got little, it's got yeah. layers. Yeah, dude, There's exactly. Buses, Best thing about like, that you gotta too, work, you gotta yeah. pick your direction. Sorry. Best thing about Nuketown too is it's always available. Oh yeah. You can always just load it. They, they literally have, have to like the, the cycle or anything. They literally, they literally have Nuketown made a twenty four hour playlist. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's Nuketown twenty four hours. That's all you need. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's a that's an all time best map for sure. I'm ready for mine. Are you ready? Give it's it to me. me. I'm ready. So the Spice Bazaar map on Halo Infinite is one of my favorite maps of all time. Uh, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The faces faces on the webcam here. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we bonded over hating it. I was like, what the hell? No. So um, said Canals because that's like classic Gears, right? And then Train Station, I can't remember what it's called. but Oh, yeah. Fuel Depot. Fuel Depot, yeah. Ah, you stole it. I was going to say that yeah. one. Uh, Fuel Depot <laughs> is awesome. And then also, I like the one with the train, too. The one that runs through the middle of the map, and you could go I underneath it. I think it's it. Train Station. I think that's Train Station or something like that. Because that one was a nerve-wracking um, match. Yeah. Because you would try and yeah, it right. would come on You're a timer, and yeah. you could have torsos yeah, on yeah, that map. Yep. And there's like a bottom and then a top. Yeah. Yes. I do like that one too. And then my last one is the, and I'm surprised everybody missed this because I played less Call of Duty than everybody else, but the fucking cargo container map on Modern Warfare yeah, 3. Container. Container yeah. where you can play like snipers on that and like Dude, that's or how 1v1. You get gold weapons. Yeah. You go to container. Yep. But that was, I think that that was fun because it was a very aggressive map. There's nowhere to hide. You um, left a Gears of War map on the table there that I'm astonished. Let about. me try and guess. I was, I was gonna say one too. Fuel, I th- I'm not gonna say Depot? it because I I believe that it may still be on the table for somebody else. Okay. But yeah, I can't. Well, container though, it's another one of those maps that's like perfectly paced if you love like really good fast gameplay because it's got it. Yeah. If you want to respawn you know. for five minutes. Well, but dude, that's exactly <laughs> like Kyle said. You go play fucking what is it? Demolition on fucking container you're gonna level up your shit like so quick you'll get like, fucking 80 kills in one match on fucking demolition and one of my like, search and destroy whatever it is. is that it's not paced like container though it's like a small yeah, map that's the thing with that like container is fully breakneck you are gonna die yes. 15 times unless yes. you're playing a crazy way container's you got just enough put together a crazy kill streak on yes. even though it's tiny 
Container's got just enough cover that you don't die instantly when you spawn, but once you move out of your spawn, you might die instantly. So well, it's I mean, one of those maps that very fast paced. It's one of those maps that like forces rotation. rotation yes. yes, yes, yes. Like yes, you, yes. it forces rotation. As soon as you spawn, you move, and if you I rotate it the wrong way, you're fucked anyway. Right. Yeah, so uh, I will say, dude, there are a couple scenarios on container where you can spawn trap those motherfuckers. Like it, it's happened a few yeah. times when I've gotten some container matches and that shit is sucks. <laughs> like so that is kind of the dangers you fucking uh, risk when you're playing a small map like that for sure. Uh, can I say another Call of Duty one without upsetting anybody? Unless no, I'm upset. Me. Yeah, well, right. to see what it is. It's gonna upset <laughs> has, have we t- have we said rust? Oh, we haven't. That's, that's, that's what I was one. thinking of when Dylan said container the first time. Uh, Rust is like Rust is great. New town. It's like yeah, but they they never kept bringing it back. But I feel like they could have. They could have for sure. Oh, yeah. That's another one that's just spread out enough that like you can still you can get into some crazy positions and like verticality. There's still, yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. high ground too in that yeah. one too. It's got that a lot on Rust. tunnel system underneath the like piping. Like yep, yep. Yeah, dude, you can do a lot on Rust for sure. That that was a good map. Who uh, who hasn't gone yet? Johnny, have you gone yet? No, I haven't. I was I was gonna say Canals too, but the one from Gears that uh, I was thinking of was Raven Down, because the only power weapon in that is like uh, that grenades, and there's so much cover in there that you can't use the Lancer. You have to use the Nasher. You have to get up close. Uh, I love that. That's. I mean, I, I find the Nasher is the best part of Gears of War. I hate yeah. when people are just the... shooting across the Lancer map. Lancer are the worst. What was yes. the... Because why, why not just go play Call of Duty then? Yeah. Why are you Same. playing this game? What Same. Was... Like, what are we here for? What was the game type <laughs> where you had to protect the leader? Do you remember that? Oh. And the the Guardian. 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 And that was actually a lot of fun on Raven Down because yeah, they got, I, I they got mean... That. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Got- Raven Down is like absolutely like it's another one of those maps where like rotation is very important because it's so small. So as soon as it flips on you, you'll wind up in a situation where you're like completely outgunned and you get completely executed. But yep. to the converse, you can run up on four motherfuckers from behind and be like pop, 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 and then your yeah. team's in a great <laughs> position all of a sudden. Like, yeah. Yeah. You watch someone hop over the guardrail in fear and agony as you're like coming up behind him, loading up an active reload. You're like, let's see who gets it first. Let's see who gets it I first. I've the people who uh, camp the grenades. Like you'll run up in the truck and somebody's just sitting there in the back, you know, and you're like, all right, bitch, I know you're there. Like, Yo, yeah. I got a couple. So this I have the first one. Map still, but right, we haven't we're... gotten through everybody. Uh, wait, Kyle, did you say yours? I don't think Kyle yeah. or Bree have gone yet. Kyle went, didn't he? Oh, Bree did. Yeah. Bree said Nuketown. Do you have any others, Bree? No. Kyle, I did, can't think of anything. Here. Kyle, you went, right? No, I didn't say anything, but it was more. Oh, that's not important. Kyle's not important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. so my, my two calls. He got a lot of in the first section anyway. Exactly. <laughs> we no, played what you wanted to play people. this month. That's what, that's what we did, okay? We did this for you. This whole podcast is for you, okay? You fucking happy? This is your housewarming Just present. Name this one Kyle's this fucking podcast. podcast. Right? Yeah, Kyle's yeah. podcast. I appreciate that. This is the best one ever. No, mine was just Fuel Depot. 
I love Shield Depot. It was probably my all-time favorite yeah. multiplayer map because you had two people who had to go one v one snipes in that little the little crack of the garage door opener while you had your buddy on the left try to defend the sniper and then you had your buddy on the right of who's gonna about to get the boom shot first out of that little out of that room. Well and the it was always the best shot. Well you know yeah. what was funny about that map is that it was played in super different ways every time depending on who you got. So there were times where people would ign- completely ignore the right half of that map. Um, the stairs portions yep. of that yeah. and just go straight for mid and and fight it out right in front of the garage and then go dip into the garage to go get a power weapon, right? And then there were people that solely played helicopter pad on the other side and, you know, that kind of shit. Like, yeah. it was one of those maps that didn't have a rotation, but it had these, like, meeting points where, like, yeah. you could pick where you wanted to fuck shit up like and i liked that a lot about that map and there's a lot of distance so you can look from one side of the map completely to the enemy's spawn and if you had a sniper rifle like you could really do work on that map with like long sight lines and then clock tower is the other one i think gears of war is probably number one best multiplayer maps in my opinion it's probably third so far and i agree with all of them Gears of War is the closest that our group ever got to Unreal, and because it was just the next progression yeah. of Unreal, and Unreal is like an iconic fucking franchise for most. Dylan players. played Unreal, but yeah, yeah nobody else did played Unreal. Oh, Kyle did too. I played Unreal. Yep, no, you're right. You're 100. percent I played right. Unreal three with you and Kyle at your house. But it, you're right. You it is. It is one of those like amalgamations of that. It's the closest thing that we got to that kind. I of got game one for all you Gears players. Gridlock. Oh my god, yeah. What Gridlock's the fuck? Awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. The whole time I was like shocked none of you had brought it up. Also, Escalation, too. Fuck like. Escalation. Gridlock, I feel like, is the <laughs> Gears of War map. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like, I I like that one. Three times. And then I like, Gridlock is like the iconic one. And then also the Phoenix's Mansion. That one, I can't remember what they actually called it in multiplayer, but the... Airway or whatever? Yeah, dude, with the fucking entryway in the courtyard outside, and then you would end up... People ignored the courtyard, mostly. They the just fought it. power weapon oh. because of the high ground right. element? Yeah. I'll never forget. Yeah. It was a. It wasn't a good map, but Dylan always laughed because the map was called Dry Dock, and he's like, "You know what that is?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Fucking. That one was one of the best ones because of the elevation changes on it, like the two bridge yeah. sides versus like the underneath. Yeah, yeah. The way out of the power weapons opened up for so many. It's. I mean, it, it was good because there was always a team fight on either side too, because there was power like weapons on each side. Field Depot and it both have that like element of pick where you're going to fight, but there's specific locations that need to be held down at all points of time, or you're going. Yeah, fight. Gears Gears does a good job of that of uh, either giving each side a power weapon or making like two yeah. sides to fight each other for one power weapon, and because it's a set of two or five, it's either even or somebody's going to get a power weapon and the other team won't. Yes. That's why I never really like thought of like any Halo map as my favorite. I always thought Gears of War is my favorite because there was just so many different types of strategies you can do for that. What about Ascension, though? Yeah, it still like, isn't like, as yeah, prominent yeah, yeah. in my mind. I'm glad you brought up Ascension. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like. Don't act a, like you haven't super bounced to the top of that tower. Oh, absolutely, I fucking have. Times. Like, I think that 
Kyle and Johnny bring up a really good point, though. I think Gears of War, especially early Gears of War, has some of the best balanced and funnest multiplayer maps. Like, bar They were almost always symmetrical. Because they had another map in Gears where you would get the, um, the land uh, wretches in a certain spot, I think it was. Or maybe it was Krill, if you got it. It was like a dark map. Yes. And you got to shut the light off. I can't remember. And Krill would come after you. Oh really? That's fucking cool. I don't yeah. remember that. It was a DLC. Map. You haven't I can't seen the name of it. Well, you were able to take out the lights, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and yep. you know what though? You haven't fucking seen that in a really long time. So you and could like take the lights over your enemy and make the, like, the variable out. components to their maps, like the trains that would take you out, the fucking avalanche that would change the entire geometry to the yeah. Really? On that like, note though, what was it? Black Ops Two that really fucking brought in that whole like. Well, not bring it in. Obviously, Gears was doing it, but like they popularized it at least in like COD time and stuff. And Black Ops Two was one of the biggest games that came out at that time, where you could like go and what you you could like open doors and activate missile silos and like you could do all this crazy shit that would like change how the fucking flow of the map would go and how the flow of the game would go. And uh, yeah, dude, that shit was really cool. I feel like there's some bring Black Ops back, Two maps that were probably missing. Bring back too. fucking interactable multiplayer maps. Dude, like that. that shit was cool. 100. Remember if they when gave that me, first came out? If they gave me a fucking well, Halo Infinite map that had like components right. to that, I would. It I would have the some terrain. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, that shit is cool. Fuck yeah, dude! Like the Avalanche is That's a really something. good example of that because that was oh, real yeah. divisive at the time, right? People either hated it or loved it, and I loved it because it forced the fight into the buildings instead yeah. of out in yeah. the open. You and hear so, those sirens going off? You had a choice to grab that people, weapon quick, or people yeah. like Justin and myself and Johnny were like, "Yes, bring the fight in the fucking building. Do it!" Yeah. Like yeah. there's yeah. no one who can fucking wall dude, bounce like every single one of us went. Dynamic yeah. shit like that in maps, like in fucking Battlefield, even in Battlefield, just like the destructive fucking nature of the maps and shit. That shit is really cool. I think they should do a lot more of that stuff. This is not even just related. that though, but it's more gameplay related. But it was intrinsic to the way they designed the maps. Battlefield had a game mode called Conquer, where you had to like progress yeah. along the map, and they had, different, certain, like, yeah. they had certain maps that were built for Conquer. Where, like, there's literally a front line that's getting pushed back as the yeah. other team advances. And it's, like, what we're talking about here with, like, bring back variable, like, maps or interactive maps. It's the same thing. Like, the front line of the battle literally changed throughout, like, depending yeah. on how good the other team or how, the, how good the offensive team is doing, the arena that you're fighting in is completely different. Like, could you and, imagine? And, dude, if- those games were sick because, like, those games could turn in an instant too. Yeah. Like your team like could you have advanced too. to the last checkpoint and the game isn't over until you capture all checkpoints, right? You could have advanced to the last checkpoint and they capture one behind you. So you guys all turn around and go back to that other fucking checkpoint back there. And next thing you know, they've captured the one you were at there. They've pushed the offensive to your side now. Those games could go on with like straight up front lines. You're thinking mm-hmm. of the wrong one. Literally, so like, there was one, one that called domination. And the other team was offensive. Yeah. And, like, it literally oh. Was, like, and you played tug yeah, of rope yeah, yeah. essentially yeah. with this map where you would pull and push uh, and pull and push right and imagine fucking imagine playing a big team battle in an infinite <laughs> with a linear map like it's, that it's, where you push sick, a front and pull really a front and really push cool. a front fuck dude that'd be so cool so Yes. Yeah, there, yeah, there's like, we all love Team Deathmatch, but there's some real cool, like, depth and shit to, like, those other 
like the offensive defensive fucking game modes type shit like that too. Like search and destroy, I feel like just wasn't quite. Like it's really fun to play. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's not quite the same thing because it can go anywhere around the map as opposed to pushing an offensive down like a like a fucking line. You know, I have an old I have an old man moment. Allow me to to wax poetic about the times of Unreal Tournament two thousand four, (laughs) right? So Unreal Tournament was sick because it had a couple of different things. One, they had the fact that you could just host servers, right? So people would have like handmade maps that were very purpose-built. To There was yeah. this one that had, it was a big hovering rock in space, and it had two towers on each side and a very thin bridge in the middle that went between these two towers, and it was a capture of the flag map. And it was, was a beautiful map, and it was fucking aggressive. Like it was, it was. It was extremely aggressive because there was nowhere else to go other than mid and tower, and that was it. And and so, one of the coolest things that came from games like that, in particular, when it came to like map balance, was the willingness to just throw all of that in the garbage. And yeah. and play some shit that's like completely unbalanced, but it ended up being a lot of fun. That and it, I love Slayer, like I love Fiesta, that kind of shit, right? But Capture the Flag has a special place in my heart because of games like that, right? Because it was the two game modes you got: you got Team Deathmatch and you had Capture the Flag, and it was a ton of fun, like having a flag carrier and that kind of shit. It it, it was just revolutionary for the time and i think that in halo one of my favorite game types on btv is actually capture the flag like it's not the most popular option right people would rather be domination but like i fucking love capture flag (laughs) like in any game map that facilitates that in an aggressive fashion is awesome like a hundred percent bar none want the spartan laser back <laughs> Dude, well, I was at Halo. I just remembered one, but it's a meta. What's a meta? What is it? Go ahead and Blood say Gulch. It. Blood Gulch is cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Specifically yeah. because of red versus blue. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean honestly that's one it's iconic yeah. only because yeah, dude. And, that alone just makes it iconic. Yeah, you know, I, I just think that like CTF matches in particular on like super super aggressive so one of my favorites from infinite actually is when you play um can't ever remember the name of this but it's a square map right it has two levels and when you start in fiesta like you're looking at the other team and there's a bridge in the middle and there's a little tunnel in the middle of that it's a better spice market map right where there's like the stairs on the sides that go up to the center yeah 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 it's like it's where it has like the yeah it has like the overshield or whatever yeah yep that one and that map for capture the flag is fucking awesome like it's highly aggressive it's it's very quick and um one of my complaints about the halo multiplayer is that you can only play those modes in ranked um, it won't yeah. allow you to play capture the flag or domination on those maps unless you're playing a ranked Dude. match. Which was, yeah, that really... was my thing with the big team battle too. I wish you could choose big team battle and yeah. just choose like the playlist that you want to play. Yes, yeah, not I even completely map, even like, forgotten about the overshield. I completely forgot about the overshield until he just fucking said that. That hasn't been a thing in Halo for quite some fucking time. I feel like it's well balanced in this one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel, I feel like the overshield's pretty well balanced in this multiplayer because it has a time limit on it. So it's not yeah, just that, like it's not usage too powerful. Based. It's just oh, an extra cool. shield. Yeah, it's very weak. I feel like it's half an extra shield. That sucks. I would no. I would. Like I would agree. It isn't totally. It's not a Halo OP. Two overshield. I it, will fucking say that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Mostly was, because I'm pretty fucking drunk, pretty fucking high, because we should be wrapping this up. Yeah. Wait, I, I still have to say my Call of Duty like uh, honorable mentions here. No. I'm doing it. It's my topic. I'm All right. It. Thank you, everybody, for listening so, to the Lower Expectations podcast. For Call of Duty multiplayer maps. <laughs> so this one, honestly, this one should have probably been my number one. It's Favela. Because I fucking loved playing on Favela. See, Justin gets me. He feels me. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That fucking map is so fun. Holy shit. Dude, I was, was thinking that, like, sick. we didn't give Call of Duty enough love. There are some yeah. really good yeah, ones. There's some sick ones. I got another one that people are going to love, too. But on Favela, dude, that shit was so sick. Because it wasn't, like, super small, but it was so compact just because of all of the buildings and shit. So there was just, like, a lot of tight alleyways and corridors, and you could go in the buildings. Similar to, like, what you talked about earlier with Phoenix Mansion in Gears of War 1, it's one of the few maps I can think of that has asymmetric verticality. Yeah, and I really yeah. appreciate like that dynamic, dude. And it was just—I used to just load up on a fucking tack knife and just go through those fucking alleyways and just go crazy, dude. That was one of the—I used to rack up probably the most kills on that map. You can tell your story. You can tell your story. I thought—I mean, I've told it before, but <laughs> not on the podcast. Let's hear it. I'm interested in hearing your story. Okay, I'll tell you, you a story, story man. So it all started like April twenty first, nineteen ninety four. Who hurt you? Where did the bad man touch you? Tell me the story. About a, no, dude, not drink until one o'clock, and Kyle <laughs> would normally be gaming until two. So yeah. I don't know why. why I'm no, dude. It's like up. honestly, like, yeah. I just like I used to just load up with a fucking like I would use nothing but like a fucking tack knife on favela. I might have had. Uh, Oh, what was it used to call? The UMP-45 and a fucking, like, handgun and attack knife on fucking favela. And I would just run and cruise. And I even had this fucking route I would go. I would, like, run down an alley. Someone would be coming down. I'd fucking knife them. I'd go and hide in the shop. I'd wait for them or their buddy to come either avenge themselves or them, and I'd go fucking knife both of them. I'd run across the fucking street into the other shop because they were expecting me in the shop across the road. They'd come back to them. I'd go fucking knife them again. I'd go just a little bit down the road, hide in the fucking bush. They'd come back again. I'd fucking knife them again. Like, it was just like I had this route I would do, and it worked without fail, like, every fucking time. At one time, dude, I hadn't played, like, Modern Warfare 3 had been out for a while. Only reason I came back to Modern Warfare 2 was to, like, prestige again and get a prestige token for Modern Warfare 3. And I went, logged on to Favela, and since I had just prestiged, I had none of my classes. So I chose a default class, which was a 45 Magnum with a combat knife. And I go fucking in there, and I just, like, murk these fucking kids, dude. I just went insane. And at the end of the match, this fucking guy is going, you no, 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 default class. No, 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 no. What? You got to talk about what the scores were when you joined and shit. Because oh, in my opinion, that improves the story. Fair enough. I did. I came into this match after I chose the default class with a 45 and a combat knife. I came in on the match, and we, the team I joined was down by, like, I can't remember exactly, but they were down by, like, at least 10 kills. And the other team was, like, five kills away from winning. And so I so you stopped them at the finish game. line. In Call of Duty, in a deathmatch Call of Duty, dude, that, yeah, that's game yeah, over. That's impressive. game over, dude. And so I came in though, and I'm just running around, and I'm just 
I'm doing my little route. I'm doing exactly my little route I just fucking described. And I'm getting these guys. I ended the game with literally fucking 15 kills. I got the last 15 kills of the fucking game. And these kids are so mad. They're yelling at me in the pregame lobby like, you're fucking level one with the fucking default class. You're out here fucking smurfing. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking piece of just fucking going <laughs> off on me, dude. And I was like, hey, don't hate, don't hate me. And my teammates are like, you're in insane you're fucking insane dude like, <laughs> did you get a lot of friend me. requests after that i remember yeah. when you'd be able to do that yes. in xbox where like yeah. you have a you, in, like in gears that happened a lot where you had like this just crazy game dude or like, you could on xbox 360 you used to go to see like recent players just like people you played with in like recent games right so yeah dude people would be like oh, yep. i fucking remember this guy from the yeah, other dude, <laughs> My favorite was when they accused you of cheating. That's when you know you kicked their ass. 100%, dude. I was going to say, 100%. we just discovered a new uh, topic for next podcast. What's the most respected you've ever felt in a multiplayer game? Absolutely. I, was, I, was, I, was, I made it my own thing, too. I was going to say the biggest clutch in Hell every yeah. Game. There you go. Hell yeah. Well, I just told mine, so getting a repeat, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it means you have up until the next podcast to make another one. <laughs> yeah, hey, fair enough. Yeah, you better uh, play a lot of motherfucking Halo, I guess. Yeah, the last honorable mention I had for Call of Duty was Hard Hat. I feel like that one didn't get enough love. Hard Hat is classic, and it was one of the Call of Duty maps that got a, got a couple returns too. Remember it in Modern Warfare Three, yeah. and uh, might have even been in Advanced Warfare. I don't remember though. Can't remember for sure. But I think Hard Hat was uh, our Gears of War situation. <laughs> We all, me, me, Justin, and Kyle survived the entire round, and then I died at the last second. And then Justin, was, Justin was calling me Dom because we had just played Gears of War. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced in any game of all time. You're like utter dismay at the fact that you fucking died when you did. <laughs> like the fact that I realized I could start screaming Dom. No. No! Just, God <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. That must have been devastating. Alright, well I think with that we're about to wrap it up. Yeah, guys? Yeah, that's a story we'll tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think we figured out our game of the month for next month. And um, we are going to... please! We are going to be playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as of March 10th, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, is releasing on Xbox Game Pass. So, um, The best deal so in yeah. gaming by far ever Especially is Microsoft Game Pass. Pass. Yep. Dude, Game mm-hmm. Pass is getting crazy with their releases. This Isn't is it? Like, we predicted we, this, did we not? We predicted we this like a year ago. Yes, we did. Because we oh, started... Us. A lot of what we started this podcast on, not to show for Microsoft, but it was because of Game Pass, right? Because it yeah. gave us the opportunity to do this without a lot of like entry cost. you know. And I think yeah. that we did make that prediction. You're absolutely right. Dude, we did. We were like, they're going to be... start releasing AAA titles yep. on Game Pass. It's going to yep. be like As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure sales are up because of us. So Absolutely. Guys, Xbox. It's about time. At the time we're putting <laughs> this on move. YouTube as a video podcast, I want us to all be in Microsoft hats and t-shirts <laughs> and just like, hello, welcome to Microsoft's <laughs> Lower Expectations podcast. What's Sony? <laughs> yeah, well, fuck Sony. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> it's just. Uh, <laughs> Bill Gates right in the middle of my forehead. You can take <laughs> your fucking JRPGs and shove them up every hole. 
Sony. We don't want. We have Final Fantasy now. Eat a dick. <laughs> we just like. Can we just start thanking Daddy Gates at the end of every podcast? Everybody, yeah, let's you, pray. Gates. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, Daddy Gates. All right, so everybody, please join us next month. We are going to be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds like it's a much better game than fucking Marvel's Avengers was. So uh, that'll give me a little redemption, hopefully. Um, yeah, we'll see. thanks for joining. <laughs> Thanks for joining, everybody. Uh, have a great night. Have a great day, whatever, wherever you are. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.